0: Shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out 10 years later.
1: Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, third week in a row. Woohoo! I hope you guys aren't sick of us yet. I know.
0: I understand if you are. It's okay. (laughs) I'm Kelly. I'm Mel. And this is another Bite of Twilight. Yes, your one and only
1: Twilight podcast. Mm -hmm. I hope.
0: (laughs) That would be funny if there was another one. (laughs) No. I hope not.
1: So how have you been, Mel? I've been good. I feel like I just saw you this weekend. Yeah, I saw you on Friday night. Yeah, we had a good night. We hung mm-hmm. out. We got pizza. Mm-hmm. We then got drinks. We got drinks. We watched uh, Peter Pan, and I fell asleep. Yeah, Mel falls <laughs> asleep
0: every time she watches a movie, except yeah. when she watches Twilight. Yes,
1: that's true. Mm-hmm. That's, sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. I never fall asleep watching Twilight. How could you? I actually did fall asleep watching Eclipse with my friends. No! Yeah. You just let me lie right now? Well, I just remembered it because I was asleep for most of it. What? We, like, went to a bar, and then it was, like, 2 a.m., we went back, and they are like, let's watch Eclipse. (laughs) I guess that is pretty late. Yeah, so I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and they were fighting Victoria. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, we're only reading New
0: Moon right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to jump ahead. So, we're still talking about New Moon, but first, I wanted to read a little bit of Twilight news. This is kind of, I guess, a reoccurring thing in our podcast, is there's always something new going on in the Twilight mm-hmm. universe, even though Twilight is, I guess you could say, over, or is it? I don't I don't think it's ever over. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Not for me. It's never over. So, apparently, this is the headline of an article, and there are many articles about it. Twilight Rises Again, This Time as a Concert Tour. Oh yes, I've heard about this. Twilight is coming back from the dead with a live concert that will tour the world. This is on businessworld.com. Back from the dead, uh, excuse me. (laughs) There is a Twilight podcast that many people listen to. Well, a few... (laughs) I'm not saying the number. (laughs) (laughs) Not to brag, but anyway, the article goes on. Movie studio Lionsgate on Thursday announced that the vampire book and movie romance ahead millions of hearts swooning is being adapted for an international live-to-film event. The Twilight and Concert Tour will feature a full orchestra performing the original movie score timed to a screening of the first of the five Twilight films. So, you can hear a real orchestra playing to the movie, I guess. The tour will begin in Brazil in August and be followed by stops in Australia and Britain. Unfortunately, we do not live in any of those yeah. places. what? I was so, so disappointed. That, that kind of sucks. Yeah. And I don't know why it's not in North America. It's
1: an <laughs> American movie. <I> know. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what is it? Brazil, Brazil. obviously. I feel like Brazil loves Twilight.
0: T- Brazil has the most fans of everything. Of everything. If you're listening from Brazil, which I think we do have some listeners in Brazil, actually. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting especially. us. Especially. No, but it's true. Every time there's a band or a yeah, show or anything. Their fans in Brazil are always so passionate. Come to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. It's such a thing. Yeah, so I guess I can see why. But then Australia, Britain. Oh,
1: what? Yeah, it's not come there. on.
0: Oh, well. I guess we have other things and... But still, it would would be cool to go to something like that, but whatever. If you guys do live there, I encourage you to go for some reason. I just think you should. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Go for us and tell us about it. Yeah. I wanted to talk real quick about Kristen Stewart's Met Gala look. Oh, yes. yes, I know that by the time that this episode comes out, we're a little bit of ways away from that. But, yeah, what did you think about it? So
0: the theme was camp this year and uh
1: camp i don't i didn't love her look to be honest yeah don't hate me no i didn't love it either camp <laughs> is basically just like an over exaggeration like yeah I like think over bit, the top yeah i think like lady gaga Ellen mm-hmm. john Nicki minaj
0: maybe a little tongue-in-cheek sometimes yeah
1: yeah and she channeled david bowie i think and she had like uh, bleach blonde hair, and then it was dyed pink in the front, mm-hmm. and then she had interesting eyebrow liner thing, like it yeah, was like bleach, and then she had like a sequence top with. Oh, you guys know what she looked like. Just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. it. I feel like it wasn't very campy besides the hair.
0: No, the outfit was pretty elegant actually. Yeah, it, wasn't it Chanel? I think so. I, I almost feel like anybody could wear that, and it would look pretty fancy and.
1: The impression agree. was
0: just, I thought it was
1: just a very classic outfit. I feel like she was relying too Almost much Parisian. on her hair and her yeah. makeup. I don't know. I
0: mean, she looked cool. She looked badass as always. But it
1: wasn't one of the best looks, probably. I was thinking she's never like wowed it at the Met Gala. Mm mm.
0: We we've talked. <laughs> we, we were texting a lot about this, and we said we were surprised that she even goes to the Met Gala. Yeah, Kristen Stewart. She's Kristen. If you're listening, we love you. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> uh, Bob Stephanie, if you're listening, pass the message along. Yeah, Taylor, but
1: I don't think Taylor would listen to us. <laughs> he might. I hope
0: so. Anyway, she has always kind of shied away from the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So. The Macalla doesn't seem like something that she would go to, to me. Yeah. Where it's all about the spotlight. So, she definitely likes fashion, but she has always kind of strayed away from the big, Mm over-the-top, really dressing up to fashion. I mean, think of her wearing sneakers on the red carpet and stuff. And that was her own transgression or whatever, but... I don't know. I just don't see her going to the Met Gala, so it's kind of weird to me that she does.
1: Yeah. I want to do eventually a whole episode on Kristen Stewart, who is she, because she is an enigma to us. I don't really understand her. I mean, obviously we don't know any of these people, <laughs> but I I would like to contemplate it and just yeah. think about it. <laughs> just Just think about it. Yeah. Of course. All right. <laughs> well, let's get to it. So we left off on chapter 13 mm-hmm. called Killer. Sometimes I think I might be a killer.
0: Scared you in your house. <laughs> That's a song by Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> she sings it better. Insert a clip in me. Insert here.
1: Sometimes I think I'm a
0: killer. I scared you in your house. I- even scared myself by talking about dommer on your couch but i can't sleep next to a body <laughs> i recommend that song i recommend that artist if you're looking for music
1: yeah i think you guys would like her a lot if um, you're
0: missing twilight music i feel like she could have been on the soundtrack i feel like this song definitely could have yeah.
1: been on one of the soundtracks oh my god I think so. I think it fits right <laughs> in. So in this chapter, well, we just found out in the previous chapter that mm-hmm. uh, Jacob is a werewolf, and what? Yeah. <laughs> I am um. Yeah. So now <laughs> she's just processing it, and she goes to talk to him.
0: She goes super early in the morning.
1: Yeah, kind of. We're talking weird. before
0: sunrise, I'm pretty sure. It's still dark out. Oh, I meant to say that today we're re- we're recording right now is weather. The weather yeah. it's very twilighty. <laughs> I'm
1: seeing that all it's day. It's misty. It's raining a little bit. Cloudy. I am so happy you said that because I've been thinking about how I have to say that during the episode. <laughs> I know, I forgot. I meant to yeah, say it before. No. Also, I don't
0: know if spring is always this way. And I I'm kind of freaked out by this as if I haven't been paying attention or I have a horrible memory, but this year I feel like spring kind of looks like fall. Have you seen that? Oh, yes. The leaves are The leaves yellow. are so many different colors. Some of them colors. are red. Yes. It looks like a kind of tamer also, version of
1: fall. No, it really does. So it also felt very twilighty in that way. I think, like, the thing is every time the seasons change, <laughs> I'm always – I mean, we live in Massachusetts, so we do have all four seasons – Besides spring, sometimes, I'm always shocked by it. (laughs) Me too. Like, once it's lighter, I'm like, (laughs) what? I know. (laughs) Every season, it shocks you. And so, like, we had a lot of really rainy days, and then all of a sudden, it stopped raining for a little bit, and all the flowers and stuff were Mm -hmm. bloomed, and I felt like it was... A different universe like I really I know. felt like we were living over the rainbow me too it was so, it's crazy. so crazy
0: in Salem there's so many trees with flowers on them and I'm like has it always been like this yeah I want to say that 2018 2019 I think I mean I know we have global warming and stuff but mm-hmm. <laughs> here the weather's been pretty I mean the seasons have been awesome I yeah. think like we had a great fall it was so beautiful mm-hmm. winter had snow but it wasn't i don't think the worst winter we ever had no it was a
1: pretty tame winter
0: yeah we did definitely get like nice months of snowfall where you were like yay looks like winter outside and Mm -hmm. then this spring has been really nice so i guess we'll see what summer's like (laughs) anyway enough small talk about the weather (laughs) what's the weather like where you guys live we want to know
1: yeah we I'm not lying. lying. Yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she
1: goes to see Jacob super early. He's still asleep, so she goes to wait at the yeah. beach. Yeah, and she's, you know, like I said, she's processing this. I want to turn our attention to page 304 if you're
0: <laughs> so, <that> sooner. <laughs> let me turn the page.
1: <laughs> so she's thinking about it, and she, at this point, she thinks that Jacob is responsible for killing hikers in the woods. Mm. And she says in her little narrative... Once you cared about a person, it was impossible to be logical, logical about them anymore. Jacob was my friend, whether he killed people or not, and I didn't know what I was going to do about that. Whoa! I'm like I don't know if I thought that my friend maybe killed someone. That's it. I'm <laughs> done with you. Like I don't know. I Unless don't... it was maybe a horrible accident. Yeah. No. Exactly. But like, <laughs> at this point, she thinks he's just like killing people. Yeah, senselessly in the woods. Whether he killed people or not. Wow. And then on the next page she does confront him and they're arguing about how she's like calling him a monster and mm-hmm, he you know mm-hmm. it's like you're such a hypocrite blah blah blah. And he says, "You know what makes me so mad? I could just spit." Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll go spit. What a weird thing to say. I could just
0: <laughs> spit in your face, fellow. <laughs> Did you guys like my Jacob compilation last episode? <laughs> I was making that my sister was listening to me while I edited that and she, we were laughing really hard. <laughs> Good
1: job. <laughs>
0: yeah, I won't do it again, but that was funny. Do you have anything else to say about this chapter? Oh yeah, on page 308 they're fighting and then they hug, which was kind of nice. If you're if you're a Jacob lover, then that's a scene for you. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that okay, like they have a good friendship. They mm-hmm. talked it out. Turns out he's not killing people.
1: Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know. I feel like he says we're not killing people and she was like, "Oh. Really?" And then just like believes him from there. I I felt like I needed a little bit more explanation. He does mm-hmm. give it, but she believes him pretty quickly. I thought this was pretty nuts on page
0: 313. Bella realizes that Victoria is after her and killing people and She pukes. What? And this is the second time? Oh no, she almost pukes. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Well, she says, My body convulsed with useless heaves, my empty stomach contracting with horrified nausea, though there was nothing in it to expel. Okay, and she said her stomach rolled like she had the stomach flu again. I guess she didn't really actually puke anything up. But she kind of tried, you know, she started to. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that's the second time that happened in this book, so. When was the first well, time? Well, she had the flu earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's got just a weak keep, stomach. I'm just keeping
0: track of all of Bella's ailments yeah. in this book. So, okay,
1: two almost, well, two stomach aches.
0: Two, I would count that as puking because it sounds like she... Heaved, but nothing came out. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. And then I think she had was thrown across the room from her paper cut, and then I think she fell off her motorcycle at mm-hmm. least twice. Yeah. So that's our tally so far. <laughs> and then, oh, my gosh, I don't know what page this is on. That's terrible. I didn't write it down, but in my head, Edward snarled in fury at the name. And I was just wondering, what does that sound like?
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like... <sighs> He snarls a lot, or growls deep in his chest, and like, what does that sound like? <laughs> I know. He just snarls at the name. <laughs>
0: yes. I just don't get it. And I wrote, this is just a note. Weird that Jacob, because he tells Bella that him and the pack can read each other's minds. And we talked about this last time, but it's just weird that yeah. he. Kind of has the same
1: power, in a way, as Edward.
0: Yeah. What are the odds? And then
1: he's shocked (laughs) to find out that Edward has that power. Yeah. And it kind of pisses him off. Yeah. He talks about Edward on page 321. Here, he's just very bold. You know, he knows that Bella doesn't like to talk about him, but he's kind of given up on that. I know. I had the same note. He says, you're still pretty unhappy, aren't you? He murmured. I nodded, staring unseeingly into the gloomy forest. Did you ever think that maybe... You're better off. I inhaled slowly and then lost my- and let my breath out. No. Because he wasn't the best. Please, Jacob, I interrupted, begging him in a whisper. Can we just not talk about this? I can't stand it. Just like, come on, Jacob. I know. Come on, Jacob.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wrote on page 320 basically the same exact scene. He keeps calling Edward bloodsucker, even though she said not to which, yeah, that happened. And then he says, oh, sorry, I forgot. You don't like saying his name on the bottom of 320. And Bella's like, wow, how do you know me? He says, he, oh, you mean Edward? Oops, sorry, I forgot. You don't like to say his name or hear it. I squeeze my midsection, trying to ignore the throbbing around the edges of my chest. Not really, no. How do you know me so well, Jacob? Sometimes it's like you can read my mind. That just bothered me for some reason, because if he knows her so well, then why does he keep doing the things that upset her, too, like calling him bloodsucker, and just, like you said, being like, he wasn't that great, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, she's so amazed that he really knows her, but he also purposefully says things that he knows
1: are going to upset her. Yeah. So... I don't mean to be, like, really anti-Jacob, so <laughs> if it's slipping out, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? He does call her honey a few times in this chapter, too. <laughs> he's very forward. He's getting really confident now that he's has been, wolf. yeah, inducted into this fraternity. <laughs> he The chapter ends where he's going to take her to the reservation and talk to the, the wolf pack and he grabs her hand and squeezes it and says here we go which i thought that's so weird he's like very (laughs) he's so physical i know whatever i guess it's a total contrast to edward Mm -hmm. the next chapter is called family it's chapter 14 Mm Mhm. so bella goes to meet the pack yes and do you have any thoughts on this chapter
0: I just have a lot of overarching things. Should I just say them Mm -hmm. and then maybe you'll have specific quotes to go along with it? Sure. So she meets Emily, who is Sam's fiancé. And I wasn't trying to read this with like a feminist lens or anything. And I just feel like I need to explain myself before I get into this. That I'm not judging Stephanie Meyer because I feel like I can't judge Stephanie without judging myself because when this book came out, when she wrote it, I didn't think anything of this. So Stephanie and I were in the same place, I guess, back Mm -hmm. then. But I couldn't help but feel really unsettled by the Emily stuff, this time reading New Moon. Me too. The fact that she got so brutally attacked by Sam... I know it was an accident. And then that she's waiting hand and foot on the wolves, cooking for them and waiting for them. Really rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, what is this? Like, all we know about this girl is that she's been <laughs> basically, like, just ripped open and attacked by yeah. her boyfriend and cooks for them. And is basically the pack's mom. And it, it was making me think, because Bella was kind of watching her and wondering, like, would, where would her place be in the pack and whatever... Like, would Bella... I mean, this is me jumping ahead, I think. Would she have to, like, take care of Jacob while he's out running around being a wolf and protecting people? Like, would she be expected to be cooking for him like she does for Charlie? And he, you know, would Jake come home from being a wolf and be super hungry? And she'd be like, oh, here's muffins or whatever. I don't know. It just really rubbed me the wrong way. And then I was thinking, well, Edward like takes care of her and people get mad about that kind of Mm -hmm. so I'm like which one is right yeah (laughs) I was just going back and forth and I don't know that's the main thing I was thinking about in this chapter
1: yeah I was thinking also about a lot of the just the other women in the tribe and Mm -hmm. they're all kind of not like miserable but like Mm -hmm. they all are in weak positions I guess like Sue Clearwater she's a widow and then later on she's kind of there just as like the uh I do know why I'm laughing. The, like the girlfriend of Charlie yeah and they I guess they both are there for each other but she's kind of like his emotional support through mm-hmm. the whole like Bella like Switzerland thing whatever yeah and And then Leah Clearwater, she's just always in misery, and we never get a happy ending for her. Mm -hmm. So I would have liked to see, like, a really strong character. I mean, I think Leah is very strong, but, like, a strong, triumphant female character Mm -hmm. in the tribe. Um, You could say that Emily is strong, I guess, but I just don't get
0: what we're supposed to think about this Sam and Emily thing. I guess... Maybe this is raising the stakes. Like, we always talk about, like, oh, Mm -hmm. there's no stakes in Twilight. It's not scary enough. Maybe this is supposed to be the stakes. Like, oh, no, maybe Bella shouldn't hang out with Jacob. But it's never really taken too seriously, you know? I feel like we never get the scary scenes with Jacob that we do with Edward, kind of. Not that we have scary scenes, but Edward acts like, oh, that was too close you got there or i could lose
1: control blah 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 i don't know if you get what i'm saying but yeah i mean i think it's a little bit hypocritical for us to think that like this big like horrible scar that she has on her face Mm -hmm. that happened after a really bad accident is any worse than bella being thrown against the table and cutting her arm up earlier in the book that's true but I do think that people always criticize Edward and think that Jacob would have been a healthier alternative for Bella. And mm-hmm. just because that this didn't happen to her as it did to Emily doesn't mean it wouldn't have if she chose Jacob.
0: Yeah, and the crazy thing is that it happened when they got in an argument.
1: Yeah. It
0: was just like a small thing
1: and he got too
0: mad or got too close, whatever. And mm-hmm.
1: that
0: is Kind of
1: scary because what if she got in a huge argument with Jacob? Yeah, who is very emotional. Mm -hmm. And her scar in the book seems way worse than they depict it in the movie. She says the right side of her face was scarred from hairline to chin by three thick red lines, Mm -hmm. livid in color, though they were long healed. One lie pulled down the corner of her dark almond shaped right eye, another twisted the right side of her mouth into a permanent grimace. So it almost looks like she had a stroke or something. I could see that the scars extended all the way down her arm to the back of her right hand. Hanging out with werewolves truly did have its risks, just as Embry had said. You wrote, this life is just as toxic. Yeah, no, because people (laughs) see choosing Jacob as choosing her human life and living a normal life, and this is not a normal life. You'd have to really control yourself around Jacob and not upset him and so scary. i almost feel like emily it's like she's forced to just like cook for sam cook for everyone and just like make them happy all the time yeah Ugh. and we don't know oh I my s- God. it's still unclear to us if because sam imprinted on emily if mm-hmm. emily automatically reciprocated those feelings or if she's kind of just like obligated because he is in love with her
0: yeah I think it's either explained in Eclipse, Breaking Dawn, or The Guide. Yeah. I can't remember which, but I think it is, but we'll
1: get to that when we get to it. But so far, they haven't explained that, so. I did, in this chapter, I really liked Embry, um, Random, but he is talking to Bella, and he mentions Laurent and, like, how they killed him. Mm -hmm. He's really nice about it. He, like, asks if, I mean, he does call, like, him a bloodsucker, which mm-hmm. is fine. It's Laurent, whatever. But he asks if it's her friend and says, "Oh, good. I didn't want to start anything, you know, like break the treaty." And it was just kind of nice that he was like making sure that like she didn't have a relationship with him. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I thought that was nice too. I also noted that initially Emily didn't seem that happy to meet Bella. Like mm-hmm. she didn't smile at her, I thought that was weird. I'm like, what's your damage? But then she laughed and
1: warmed up to her, I guess. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I feel like she was a lot more welcoming in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, you're the wolf girl. <laughs> no, so you're the vampire girl. <laughs> so, so you're, you're the, the wolf, wolf, wolf girl. I guess I, guess. I am. Well, um, I'm engaged to one.
0: <laughs>
1: one. <laughs> what did he write there? Oh, it doesn't matter. Just say it. So then, at the end of this chapter, Bella is thinking about Edward mm-hmm. and what if he was just like any other vampire and if he killed the humans mm-hmm. and how would she feel about that and she says this i shook my head sadly love is irrational i ra- reminded myself the more you love someone the less sense anything made so saying that she would still love edward regardless <laughs> which again i don't support bella. that <laughs> bella what bella the-
0: <laughs> she's crazy
1: yeah I don't think Bella like sometimes like has much regard for human life <laughs> no she doesn't she's interesting in that way yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's concerning but, <laughs> so how does the chapter end she just goes to sleep and is thinking about stuff <laughs> she Dreams that she's in the forest again, but she didn't wander. Oh, no I was holding Emily's <laughs> scarred hand as we faced into the shadows and waited anxiously for our werewolves to come home. That sounds sort of nineteen fifties-ish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just waiting for the boys to come home. Yeah, what would you do? Just sit around all I swear day? I'm not trying to <laughs> like point it out that way. No. It's just there. You know, I do think that, I guess it's pretty different, you know, like, Renee just does her own thing, but, like, also Bella just, like, cooks for Charlie all the time. Yeah. You know, like, she's always taking care of him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, when she's at Jacob's house, I remember she said,
1: I have to go feed Charlie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this obligation to feed the boys. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to do that for Edward. True. <laughs> well, she could feed him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally different,
0: though. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I like really secretly always wanted that to happen. Would become the whatever. meal. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're brought to Chapter 15, Pressure. Pressure. The titles, I think, add a lot of suspense, or they feel mm-hmm. really dramatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Capital letters. It's Spring Break at Forks High School. Yes. Spring Break. And this is a dumb note I had, but... At my high school, we called it April vacation. Same me too. Only college kids called it spring break. Me too. So, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if Stephanie forgot or perhaps on the West Coast high schoolers have spring break. I don't know. I don't know. think
1: that they have like April, February, December vacation like we mm. do. I think it's different. Like I know that like in Maybe. a lot of southern states they have fall break. I don't know. Yeah. So weird. To us. Yes. Not weird. Objectively, (laughs) (laughs) so she working at the store. She's talking to Mike. Yep. Oh, people do
0: not like Mike.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we made like a (laughs) post.
0: We made a post on our Instagram. We made a post
1: about we were sympathetic to Mike, and you guys spoke, and I guess it's determined that Mike is annoying. I think (laughs) we were the minority for feeling bad for Mike. (laughs) Yeah, you guys think that he's clingy and. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Who isn't clingy in this book series? Get real with me. (laughs) Like, every character's clingy. Do you like the picture I posted? It's like so up close. (laughs) And it's
1: such a mean quote about him.
0: I'd rather die
1: than be with Mike Newton. That is really dramatic. Rather die? Bella would rather die than do a lot of things.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you could have a good life married to anyone. I mean, you could just try to
1: escape or. You could cheat on him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm There's sh- something you could work out that's still worth living. Yeah. But Mike is kind of annoying. <laughs> she, He's talking to Bella about how Jacob is obviously in love with her. Okay, I thought that was funny. And she's like, he's my friend, whatever. I thought this was so weird, though. And Mike says, don't kid yourself, Bella. That guy's head over heels for you. I know, I sighed. Life is complicated. And girls are cruel, Mike said under his breath. <laughs> but the beginning
0: of this conversation I thought was strange He said, are you dating that kid from La Push, the sophomore? He asked, poorly disguising the resentment in his tone. I shrugged. Not in the technical sense of the word. I do spend most of my time with Jacob, though. He's my best friend. What do you mean, not in the technical sense? What is she, some, like, new age hippie? Like, I
1: guess. That is weird. Not in the technical way, but, like, I mean, and she also has said, like, I don't know if she says in the book, but in the movie, she goes are you breaking up with me? And it's like she's really confusing her language almost to the point where she doesn't really understand what this relationship is. I know. But I do think that, like, she is kind of thinking of it as more than friends.
0: And earlier on that page, she says, this made me brood over what Jared had said about Jacob involving his girlfriend. I suppose that that was exactly what it looked like from the outside. As long as Jake and I knew how it really was, I shouldn't let those kinds of assumptions bother me. And maybe they wouldn't if I hadn't known that Jacob would have loved for things to be what they appeared. But, but his hand felt nice as it warmed mine, and I didn't protest. So she's just kind of letting
1: people think that they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Jacob is talking to Bella later on about how he heals quickly, and then he pulls out a knife and says, want me to show you? And Oof. he's, like, going to cut her, cut himself in front of her to show yeah. how he heals. I don't think he ends up doing it. But he says that it's good that they heal so quickly because you can't just go see a doctor when you're running a temperature, and that should mean that you're dead. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's why they need Carlisle, because <laughs> Carlisle can, like, if they're sick, if they're injured, he can take care of them. And You're so he understands. right. Or maybe one of the wolves should become a doctor. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. They don't have time for that. They're running laps. They are hanging out. That night, Sam and Emily joined Charlie and me for a dessert at Billy's house. Emily brought a cake. Of course she did. Uh, (laughs) Jacob and her skipped out early to get some privacy. (laughs) We went out to his garage and sat in the rabbit. So they're talking, they're talking. Jacob finds out that James bit her in the previous book and sees her scar. This is on page 347. And he starts freaking out. And I thought that was pretty
1: scary i was scared too i was c- kind of over it like how just, like angry he gets <laughs> yeah so then jacob talks about like how he felt when he started transitioning into a werewolf and how mm-hmm. he just felt angry all the time he says how he came home from the movie and he was so angry and he says i got back from the movie and billy said i looked weird that was all but i just snapped and then i i exploded i almost ripped his face off face off my own father he shuddered and his face paled it, is it really bad, Jake, I asked anxiously, wishing I had some way to help him. Are you miserable? No, I'm not miserable, he told me. Not anymore. Not now that you know. That was hard before. He leaned over so that his cheek was resting on top of my head. I just thought, Ugh, Bella needs to enforce these boundaries. Like, this is too much. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> do that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and when Jacob's freaking out when he's angry about the
0: fact that she got bit before... I could feel Jacob's whole body trembling next to mine. Even the car shook. Careful, Jake. Easy. Calm down. I don't know. Just I was also getting sick of it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) And I remember I wrote a note about this later, and so we haven't even gotten to that yet. So the wolves are really busy trying to hunt down Victoria, and I don't really know why it's taking so much Mm -hmm. to hunt down one vampire, but
1: alas, (laughs) it is taking
0: that much time. And so... Because we wouldn't have a third story, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) So the wolves are busy, and Bella, they tell her
1: that she's only safe in La Push, basically. Because they can't hunt, or they can't do anything on...
0: Yeah, and I think she's too scared to go there. Yeah. So she's staying in La Push, and so she's hanging out at Billy's house, just trying to kill time, watching TV and stuff, and she also hangs out at Emily's house, which, that's not in the movie, and I thought it was interesting... Kind of weird. I mean, I guess kind of necessary, maybe, if if that's the safest place to be, but just odd that she's kind of bored and killing time and just waiting and waiting and waiting around for Jacob. Yeah. So that's what a considerable amount of this chapter is.
1: Yeah, and so she's waiting around for him and she gets pretty bored. So then she comes up with the idea on a whim that she wants to cliff dive even though a storm is a bruin and so beforehand her and jacob discussed how they wanted to jump from a lower spot the Mm -hmm. first time they cliff dived but bella says the storm is getting pretty bad or something she doesn't have time to get there so she decides that she wants to jump from the top of the cliff which is a horrible idea and i just wrote (laughs) i would never ever do that ever
0: i wrote Um, cliff jumping is actually very terrifying yeah, have you done it? Well, <laughs> no, but I did. I did jump off a quarry, which is yeah. probably not even as high as Bella's jumping off from here. But it was really scary. Even after I did it, I still felt scared. It wasn't yeah. really one of those things where you do it and then you're like, that wasn't that bad. It was like, actually, that was really <laughs> scary. <laughs> also, did it hurt? Uh, yeah, I kind of. I mean. You could probably die if you'd belly flopped,
1: but, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't
0: feet first. But it does, it is really impactful when the water hits you, so. Yeah.
1: Very scary. Also, what month is it here? Isn't it, like, oh, March? Yeah. I think it's, like, March it or must April. must be cold. She decides that she wants to jump and... To be reckless and stupid. Yeah, to and, to and hear it's really Edward. impulsive. And she does hear Edward's voice. And I think it's interesting that he says, don't do this, and then he says, please, for me. And that really contradicts what he said earlier. There's, like, this emphasis on, for me, Mm -hmm. contradicts how earlier he said, be safe for Charlie. Yeah. And so it's, like, Bella's subconscious wanting him to care about what she's doing. And it's for, it's solely because he cares about her. And that he has a stake in the game. I don't know if that's insightful, but I just thought that was interesting. It definitely is. She jumps. She flings herself
0: off the cliff. She screamed. She dropped through the open air yeah. like a
1: meteor. And I... She's proud of herself. I wrote that it was dumb how she did not consider the weather at all and that the waves were really, really treacherous. Mm-hmm. So then she's having trouble. She's fighting the waves. And I just felt kind of concerned for how she's reacting to it. Yeah. She hits a rock. And I was like, oh my God, this girl. I wrote in my notes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, another injury Mm -hmm. She can't tell where the surface is She can't swim It's kind of like what we talked about last time (laughs) Cool injury stories She thinks she's going to die Edward's begging her to keep trying Keep swimming, Edward begged urgently in my head Where? But there is nothing but darkness There is no place to swim to Stop that, he ordered, don't you dare give up Fight, he yelled Damn it, Bella, keep fighting Why? She says, I didn't want to fight anymore and it wasn't the lightheadedness or the cold or the failure of my arms as the muscles gave out an exhaustion that made me content to stay where I was. I was almost happy that it was over. This was an easier
1: death than others I'd faced. Oddly peaceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she also says, My ears were flooded with freezing water, but his voice was clearer than ever. I ignored his words and concentrated on the sound of his voice. Why would I fight when I was so happy where I was? Even as my lungs burned for more air and my legs cramped in the icy cold, I was content. I'd forgotten what real happiness felt like. Happiness. It made the whole dying thing pretty bearable. So emo. So sad. That is so emo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure drowning
0: is actually very painful. Yeah. So. She's
1: like at peace with it.
0: I don't think that's an accurate representation <laughs> of what drowning is like. <laughs> I, why it's just weird. I know it tortures her, but she could just think about Edward yeah. whenever she wants to. I know she doesn't let herself. Yeah. But why do you have to wait till you're dying to let yourself think about him?
1: Yeah, it's weird how she really is kind of giving up at this point and mm-hmm. then her last thoughts are goodbye, I love you. And she thinks that she's like about to die and I, I sort of was wondering Why in all places in this book is Bella seemingly the most depressed and reckless that we've seen her in this moment? Um, Like, her decision to do this is really a lack of regard for her life, a lack of regard for Charlie, Mm -hmm. and it's just, like, very telling of her mental state at this point, and it, like, kind of does, despite what she says later on, like, it does feel a bit like a suicide attempt. It does. Like, I would be concerned. I don't fully, like, trust her that it was just to hear his voice. hmm And she's yeah. our narrator. and
0: why now? Because she does have Jacob. Is it... <laughs> it's weird. She has Jacob, but for yeah. some reason being away from Jacob is driving her crazy. These times where she's hanging out at Billy's by herself watching TV and stuff, she feels really restless. And that, that's kind of what prompts her to go cliff diving by herself. I know. Why now? I guess she is still really, really depressed, and yeah. Jacob isn't getting rid of that feeling. Yeah, It's still there. And then,
1: on top of that, she knows that there is this threat. Victoria is out there looking for her, and then people are kind of risking their lives to save her, and I mm-hmm. think that she can't handle it, and she's still missing Edward. And even though she has had, like, a revelation earlier in the book that she can survive whatever it is she's going through... It's so sad and concerning to me that at this point, she's just still so, just in such a dark place. hmm It's sad. I mean, I think it's understandable that she is, but... Yeah. It's
0: just not right that she's doing this. Yeah. But then, she, you know, the book doesn't end. Chapter 16, Paris is the title. And it starts, at that moment, my head broke through the surface. How disorienting, I'd been sure I was thinking. I remember the first time I read this book, actually feeling a little thrown that she was still alive. Yeah. I don't know why I thought she was actually dead. How could, <laughs> how could the series know, go on? I know, but there was such a long sort of yeah. death scene in a way. And she was really accepting that her life was over. And then, oh.
1: Yeah. I don't, Still I, alive. I still don't really get how Jacob was able to pull her from the water.
0: I don't was know. Was he watching
1: her the whole time? <laughs> Does he say? No, he doesn't really. He well, he was hunting Victoria at that time, and Victoria did jump into the water. Oh, where? yeah,
0: Victoria's there. Because remember she thought she saw fire on the water yeah, or something? Yeah. And it was actually Victoria, which she doesn't realize till later. But I think maybe
1: that's how he was led there. And then I thought it was interesting that she wonders if it's okay to sleep after almost drowning. And then she says... Or was I getting drowning mixed up with concussions? And I just threw out. you probably have one of those too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Bella. Oh, Bella. And she
0: says that she feels, quote, a cruel stab of pain when she realizes it's Jacob's voice she hears when she reemerges and not Edwards, yeah. which, poor Jacob, I guess. Yeah. But as this chapter goes on... She's brought to Jake's house... And he's, like, bundled in a blanket and is lying there. She finds out about Harry Clearwater. Oh, yes. he died. He had a heart attack. Yeah. R.I.P. Which <laughs> <laughs> <that> sounds very <laughs> heartfelt. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> it is really sucky, though, that her dad is going, because Harry Clearwater's her dad's best friend, or yeah. one of his best friends, and that he's going through this same time Bella kind of almost dies yeah not
1: good timing nobody really has time to care about Bella right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she starts to feel really bad that she like just jumped because of that I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure and then she starts thinking about kind of how she needs to get her life together and she's actually in this part really considering Jacob she's thinking yeah, about it's how crazy. she says what if there was more to Paris like Paris and Romeo and Juliet and what if Juliet?" Chose Paris instead, even though she was in love with Romeo. So she's starting to really consider the more realistic option for her, which is to be with Jacob. And I thought this was interesting. She says, If Romeo was really gone, never coming back, would it have mattered whether or not Juliet had taken Paris up on his offer? Maybe she should have tried to settle into the leftover scraps of life that were left behind. Maybe that would have been as close to happiness as she could get. And then I liked the next paragraph too. I sighed and then groaned when the sigh scraped my throat. Oh, yeah,
0: her throat hurts because she almost drowned and coughed up a lot of water. As reading too much into the story, Romeo wouldn't change his mind. That's why people still remember his name, always twined with hers, Romeo and Juliet. That's why it's a good story. Juliet gets dumped and ends up with Paris. Would have never been a hit.
1: And so she's, like, thinking about it in terms of Romeo and Juliet, and then she says would it be so wrong to try to make jacob happy even if the love i felt for him was no more than a weak echo of what i was capable of even if my heart was far away wondering and grieving after my fickle romeo would it be so very wrong but bella you don't have to just make jacob happy i couldn't tell if she really wants to be with jacob and she's afraid to admit it Mm -hmm. or if she feels she needs to because she's holding herself back from happiness, and she thinks that maybe she could be happy with him, or like she just needs to force herself to settle for something that she thinks is good for her. Mm-hmm. I like I couldn't tell if she was just, you know, in denial. If so, about what? Yeah, I think that she obviously
0: doesn't feel the same as she does for Edward. She definitely feels something, and I wrote in my notes that I felt like in this part. She was kind of reckoning with the disappointment of life not turning out like a love story, like a perfect love story. Mm -hmm. Kind of like what she said, like, oh, Romeo and Juliet is only famous because of what it is, not her being dumped and then ending up with Paris isn't cool. And I I don't know if she's thinking, like, well, should I just suck it up and have a normal life? Which, this (laughs) is still not normal life. It's still pretty damn exciting. He's a werewolf, for God's sake. Should I just be with this guy? or i don't she really does she, or she doesn't know what else i mean there yeah. is a world of possibilities out there bella but she yeah. doesn't want to let she's go she's only 18 of, she doesn't want to let go of this love story with edward and i yeah. get it i mean she had this perfect love and she just doesn't want to let go
1: of it yeah i wish that bella would believe in herself more she knows that her life right now she calls it pathetic <laughs> and she knows that she can't keep living like this and i i not to go back to it, but I kind of feel like the cliff diving was a much bigger deal than she makes it out to be, and she's in this part kind of realizing that she might not survive this kind of heartbreak that she's experiencing if something doesn't change, mm-hmm. and so she is thinking maybe Jacob can like save me. No, um, girl, <laughs> need to go to college. I know. Need to study abroad. And so she says, what if something bad had happened to me? What would that do to Charlie? Harry's heart attack had pushed everything suddenly into perspective for me. Perspective that I didn't want to see. Because if I admitted to the truth, it would mean that I would have to change my ways. Could I live like that? Maybe. It wouldn't be easy. In fact, it would be downright miserable to give up my hallucinations and try to be a grown-up. But maybe I should do it, and maybe I could if I had Jacob. And I just, like, wish that she could believe in herself and believe that she could change without Jacob, that, like, she could become whole on her own first. Yeah. And I just hate how she's relying on Jacob so much for that. I don't think it's really fair to Jacob either. I know.
0: I did like that she was finally recognizing that her actions affected other people and regretting how reckless she had been. Yeah. And was kind of getting some perspective. Yeah. She could still zoom out a little more and get more perspective, I think, but mm-hmm. this was a good step to
1: a little more maturity for sure. And I think that, so then in this chapter, Jacob drives her home, and I think as happens in the movie, they almost kiss mm-hmm. in the car, but then suddenly she sees Carlisle's car. And this is where I got so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Where this story picks up. Wait, should we read a little more about this almost kiss? Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Jake pressed his warm cheek across the top of my hair. If I turned my face to the side, if I pressed my lips against his bare shoulder, I knew without any doubt exactly what would follow. It would be very easy. There would be no need for explanations tonight. But could I do it? Could I betray my absent heart to save my pathetic life? Butterflies assaulted my stomach as I thought about turning my head. And then, as clearly as if I were in immediate danger, Edward's velvet voice whispered in my ear, Be happy, he told me. I froze. And then all of a sudden, that's when... Jacob notices there's
1: a vampire. And she sees Carlisle's car parked outside of her house. Yes. And he gets really upset here. I know he gets upset in the movie, but he starts Mm -hmm. driving away. Mm -hmm. And she says, No, I want to go back because that's Carlisle's car and he yells stop yeah and he says you can go back but i'm not going to so she actually gets out of the car and walks back mm-hmm. and if jacob really thinks that that's a trick then that's pretty shitty that he just like yeah made her walk back alone at no night. take yourself back bella yeah his voice was a slap and he says i really hope you don't die like if you mm-hmm. really hope that why don't you go with her what a dick
0: <laughs> so she walks in the house and this is pretty scary yeah it's dark. Uh, this is actually the moment when she realizes she saw Victoria in the water at yeah. the same time. which And oofy. she starts
1: thinking, oh shit, maybe this is a trap.
0: And when she walks in the house, it's pitch black yeah. inside. Why
1: doesn't Alice turn a light on? <laughs> no,
0: it's the same in the movie. And she's feeling around for the light switch. The light flicked on, though my frozen hand had still not found the switch. Scary. I blinked into the sudden light and saw that someone was there waiting for me. So intense, so much suspense, but oh my god, I just gotta say that from here on out is quite a ride. Yes,
1: oh my god. So this is called Visitor, and oh my god, guess who the visitor is? I sounded like
0: such a nerd. (laughs) It's Alice. She's there. Alice, oh, Alice, I cried and slammed into her. Bella? Alice is there. I just gotta say, I really like Alice in the books. Yeah. Me too. Even more than the movies. I do too. So, Bella starts crying because she hasn't seen Alice in forever. Mm -hmm. And so, what do you gotta say?
1: Yeah, so (laughs) as you guys probably know the story, Alice comes back because she had a vision of bella jumping into the water and then she didn't see the rest of her future because of jacob Mm -hmm. but she doesn't know what that means so she thinks that bella died and she comes back and she just has to see for herself and also check on charlie because she really cares about charlie as well Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i think what's interesting here is that she reveals that well i'll just quote it she says to bella i told him that this would happen but he didn't believe me bella promised Her voice imitated him so perfectly that I froze in shock while the pain ripped through my torso. Don't be looking for her future either, she continued to quote him. We've done enough damage. So I always, like, I've wondered why wasn't Alice watching for Laurent? Like, Mm -hmm. why wasn't she watching with a motorcycle and Mm -hmm. stuff like that? It's because Edward told her not to watch. And I think it's because he couldn't control himself. Like, no matter what happened, he would freak out. True.
0: And he probably didn't want to know, really. Yeah. She sees her getting married to someone else. Or, yeah. Or like you said, like, she's supposed to have a normal life. Like, if if she was going to come down with an illness or something, the Collins just can't mm-hmm. just show up and be like, we saw that you're going through this life event. Like, we yeah. want to be, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. If he really wants to cut himself out of her
1: life and have distance, then he can't, like, yeah. know what's going on. But to backtrack... Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that she said, I told him this would happen. So, did she think that Bella would try to kill herself? I guess so. If they left? I think it's kind of weird that she would say that. She said, Edward, I'm concerned about her, what will happen. Yeah. I mean, eventually she's going to die. She might. Well, I... Also, probably,
0: she probably was thinking it, and yeah. Edward just heard her thoughts. It's kind of crazy that she would jump to that conclusion that she might kill herself, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not far off, honestly. Yeah. I mean, she probably, we see Bella through first person, mm-hmm. maybe through third person. like, Alice can see that they're super attached to each other, so... Maybe it did cross her mind, like, geez, is Mm -hmm. Bella going to be safe if they break up? Yeah. Safe from herself. And so then they reconnect, and Bella tells her the whole story. Alice says, you look like hell, Bella. I drowned today, I reminded her. It goes deeper than that. You're a mess. (laughs) Yeah, I have that too. I flinched. Look, I'm doing my best. What do you mean? It hasn't been easy. I'm working on it. She frowned. I told him, she said to herself. Alice, I sighed, what did you think you were going to find? I mean, besides me dead, did you expect to find me skipping around and whistling show tunes? You know me better than that. I do, but I hoped. And, uh, I thought that, I don't know, every time we see an outside glimpse at Bella, I I just love it. I don't know why, I just love yeah. seeing what other people say about her, just because we can't see since we're in her own head. Crazy that Alice can just tell that she's a mess. yeah. And I also liked the part where she said, look, I'm doing my best. Yeah.
1: Sad. What's sweet about Alice coming is it shows that she really does care for Bella, but she also wants to respect Edward, so she says, well, I guess I acted impulsively today. I probably shouldn't have intruded. So she feels kind of bad that, like, she kind of messed up Edward's plan. But she did the right thing, I think. Then Jacob calls. (laughs) and (laughs) Then Jacob calls. And he says, just making sure you were still alive. I'm fine, I told you that it wasn't, yeah, I got it, bye. And then he hangs up. <laughs> like, he sounds disappointed to hear that she's alive. He, like, wanted to be... Br- I mean, I think it was nice that he was checking. But yeah, then he's clearly he's pissed. pissed. <laughs> yeah. I think what's also interesting is that in the movies, I didn't know this, I mean, I've read this book before, but it's been so long, that Alice doesn't realize that she can't see the wolves yeah. in her future, so she puts two and two together. Mm -hmm. and we also she confirms that she was the one in alaska which is a mystery (laughs) that you left hanging for me last episode you couldn't guess it i couldn't guess it i don't know why i I, I think i guessed everybody but her (laughs) and she also was doing some research into her background i think i'm skipping ahead but she tells bella about it Mm -hmm. i thought it was really interesting how like she found, like, she finds out, like, that she had a sister, Mm -hmm. and then she finds out that her niece, her sister's daughter, is still alive. Yeah. And she goes to her grave for, like, where she was buried, in Mm -hmm. quotations, and I think it's kind of sad that, like, these people really loved Alice. I know. Human Alice, and then mourned her loss. It's so sad. you know, they might be, like, praying to her or something, and she's not even, like, Aware of it, that actually did kind of make me think that they do lose their souls because she has no connection to these people who mourned her and mm-hmm. have a memory of her. Oof. It's like a completely different person, and that person that she once was just disappeared. Yeah, like, that person does not exist. It is kind of freaky. Just the image of her like standing over her grave. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like it's really. She seems really sad when she's telling it, telling Bella about this. Like you're standing over a grave of someone who. You are, and you yeah. Even, it doesn't really mean that much to you. Oh my God. It's like a different person. I oh, thought that was really sad. I think it would
0: have been a cool. You know how we in. I mean, I don't know. There's probably no time in the movie, but we get that with Jasper and Rosalie, kind of Carlisle. Mm-hmm. We don't get that with Alice. I think it would be cool to see her. Yeah, but maybe it's not necessary.
1: Well, a big difference between the movie and the book is Alice shows up, and then everything happens so quickly. Yeah, like. Jacob comes in, and then Edward calls, and then they go to the Volturi, and mm-hmm. that's it. And she just leaves. But here... In the book, actually, she stays. She stays. They have a sleepover. Mm-hmm. She talks to Charlie, and there's this really moving scene with I Alice Charlie. I wanted to read about Charlie. that, actually. Yeah, it's so sad. Well, on
0: page, I wanted to start here on page 395. Mm-hmm. I woke early from a deep and dreamless sleep. Um, she's on the couch, Bella. I don't need to read this whole part, yeah. but... Uh, I laid out she had blankets out for Alice even though she didn't sleep I don't know what Alice did all night but she can hear Charlie and Alice talking in the other room and Alice says how bad was it Charlie and Charlie says real bad tell me about it I want to know exactly what happened when we left I've never felt so helpless Charlie began slowly I didn't know what to do that first week I thought I was going to have to hop- hospitalize her she wouldn't eat or drink she wouldn't move Dr. Dr. Girondi? was throwing around words like catatonic, but I didn't let him up to see her. I was afraid it would scare her. She's not bad of it, though. I had Renee come to take her to Florida. I just didn't want to be the one, if she had to go to a hospital or something. I hoped being with her mother would help, but when we started packing her clothes, she woke up with a vengeance. I have never seen Bella throw a fit like this. She was never one for tantrums, but boy, did she fly into fury. She threw her clothes everywhere and screamed that we couldn't make her leave. And then she finally started crying. I thought that would be the turning point. I didn't argue when she insisted on staying here, and she didn't seem to get better at first.
1: I thought that was so interesting because Mm -hmm. we don't see that in Bella's point of view.
0: I had no idea that they had tried to get her to go to Florida. Yeah, and that Renee had... (laughs) Um, And I can picture it, like her throwing her things and being like, I'm not
1: going. And it's so sad, and I feel like it makes Bella seem so real. Yeah, and it's so sad because it shows how in such a fog she was Mm -hmm. that she was doing this, and she was just a zombie. Like, she wasn't even aware. Mm -hmm. Or not even aware, but it's like she doesn't even want to admit to herself that she, like, threw this tantrum. Yeah. It shows that she's a bit of an unreliable narrator. Yeah.
0: And then Charlie goes on to say how she stopped reading she wouldn't be in the same room when the tv was on that they hardly talked anymore mm-hmm. that he was afraid to say something that would upset her
1: and that she was alone all the time it's oh it's, it's just so sad really i, hard I think to read. what he said to alice was really sad when he said i just didn't want to be the one dot 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 if she had to go to the hospital it almost sounds like i didn't want to be the one to find her if something really bad happened <sighs> Poor Charlie. Yeah. I feel so bad for him in this scene. My God. And then he says to her, Alice says, I'm so sorry, Charlie. And he says, it's not your fault. The way he said it made it perfectly clear that he was holding someone responsible. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: Charlie really blames Edward for this. And I understand
0: that. So Charlie asks Alice if Edward is going to come back. And Alice says, he doesn't even know I'm here. The last time I spoke with him, he was in South America. That's something, at least. Charlie snorted. Well, I hope he's enjoying himself. For the first time, Alice's voice had a bit of steel in it. I wouldn't make assumptions, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I knew how her eyes would flash when she used that tone. So it's interesting. I don't know. She sticks up for
1: Edward there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that part. I underlined it too.
0: And then on page 400, we find out what all the Collins were up to. I mean, we just learned that Edward was in South America. And we don't really know why yet, but Alice tells her what everyone else has been doing. I thought this was so cool. Yeah. And they don't say it in the movie either, and I totally forgot. Carlisle was working nights in Ithaca and teaching part-time at Cornell. Esme was restoring a 17th century house, a historical monument in the forest north of the city. Emmett and Rosalie had gone to Europe for a few months on another honeymoon, pretty sure earlier in the... School year, they went to Africa, so yeah, quite the travelers. uh Jasper was at Cornell too, studying philosophy this time, and Alice has been doing
1: research, as
0: we just mentioned, yeah. on herself.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of cute that Jasper's studying at Cornell and his dad's there. Yeah, <laughs> it is yeah.
0: studying philosophy. Yeah, I just think that's so cool. I always want to know what the Collins do with their lives, and yeah. Trying different things and traveling and living in different places is just so fascinating to me. So I
1: loved that paragraph. I think it's interesting that her and Jasper were not in the same place, too.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Independent. Independent. Mm Mm-hmm. I like it. (laughs) Oh, I thought this was super weird that... Bella isn't going to Harry Clearwater's funeral. I thought that was strange, too. <laughs> like, why aren't why? you going? Yeah.
1: Her dad's going. Jacob's going, Do you I think, think it's, like, because they don't want her to go because she's been so depressed that they don't want her at, like, a funeral?
0: They don't explain it. I don't yeah. Know.
1: I don't know. It's weird. She should go. She should be there for her dad. I also wondered if Edward
0: had a cell phone well we find out later that he did but I wondered if Bella had his phone number and like did she ever try to call him
1: you know he would have changed his number (laughs) yeah I guess you're right (laughs) if it was that simple I
0: know like was it email (laughs) or anything no way for her to be like (laughs) I want you back I want you back so then the doorbell rings that's the end of the chapter yeah not the Craziest cliffhanger, but that, they don't all have to be, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, the doorbell rings. It, it's Victoria. <laughs> that would be a plot twist. She rings the doorbell. Actually, maybe she should try that sometime. Yeah, no, I feel like
1: that would really, like, I would totally fall for that. I would not expect it. That'd be so creative.
0: She should dress up as the mailman or something. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> why doesn't
0: Has she? Has she tried that?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. We should have consulted her. <laughs> I mean, she should have consulted us. Yeah. Um, so,
0: <laughs> chapter 18, <laughs> the, the funeral. funeral. Ooh, this
1: sounds Ooh. dark. Oh, my God. Is someone going to die? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, my first note is why doesn't she go to the funeral? That's weird.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Very weird. Jacob shows up, and he's just, he's standing in the doorway, and he doesn't know if he should go in or not, and he looks over his shoulder at his friends who are waiting in the car, and Bella says, chicken. And then Jake's eyes flash back
1: to me, which he is kind of a chicken. And so then he's, like, being all mopey and (laughs) moody. And kind of making her choose between Alice and him, he says, I'll miss you, Jacob whispered, echoing my thoughts every minute. I hope she leaves soon. It really doesn't have to be that way, Jake, he sighed. Yes, it really does, Bella. You love her, so I'd better not get anywhere near her. I'm not sure that I'm even-tempered enough to handle that. Sam would be mad if I broke the treaty, and his voice turned sarcastic. You probably wouldn't like it too much if I killed your friend. It's like, oh, God, why are you so extreme? I know! What hate if someone said that to me?
0: That is extreme. What the heck? I wrote, I'm getting really sick of Jacob shaking slash trembling all the damn time. Yeah. (laughs) Because he, I mean, we haven't, we can't say everything, but he's been shaking in so many
1: of these scenes. When he gets angry, he starts to...
0: Yeah, which is scary. a little bit.
1: This whole time Bella's scared that Alice is going to leave again. Mm -hmm. And she says to herself, Alice was back for the moment, but that changed nothing. True love was lost forever. The prince was never coming back to kiss me awake from my enchanted sleep. I was not a princess after all. So what was the fairy tale protocol for other kisses? The mundane kind that didn't break my spells. Oh, this is when her and Jacob almost kiss again. Yeah. Yeah. And she's... Thinking that she's not ready, but it's kind of happening. I feel sad that she thinks that true love is over just because Edward is gone. I know. I wish that she could. I mean, I know it's so hard in that situation, but I wish that she could believe that even if she doesn't feel it for Jacob, that maybe she could feel it for somebody else.
0: Yeah, for sure. Although,
1: probably not. I think she,
0: I think she could
1: <laughs> have. It would be hard to go from Edward to anybody else.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's a but don't you, vampire. Don't you think... Maybe not soon, but at least five years later, I think she would have. She
1: could find another vampire, too. There are some more out there.
0: I will say, I know that you thought that Edward was underestimating what it's like to be human. I do think that eventually, at least even ten years later, I actually do think Bella would have moved on. Yeah. I do think that, especially with absolutely no contact or anything... She would have just a different life. It yeah. just happens, even when you yeah. don't mean for it to happen. Um, but yeah, her and Jacob are almost gonna kiss here. Jacob began to bend his face toward me, and I was still absolutely undecided.
1: Yeah, which and. It's kind of stressful.
0: The phone rings. Phone rings, and. Jacob
1: picks up Swan Residence. Why did he answer? <laughs> I know. And he says, he's not here. Jacob said, and the words were menacing. Ugh, I said. And then he said, he's at the funeral. And then Jacob hung up the phone. Filthy bloodsucker. <gasps> who did you just hang up on? I gasped, infuriated. In my house and on my phone. Easy, he hung up on me. He? Who was it? He sneered the title. Dr. Carlisle Cullen. <laughs> Why didn't you let me talk to him? He didn't ask for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> He asked where Charlie was, and I told him I don't think I broke any r- rules of etiquette. He
1: did. You don't answer the phone in someone else's house. That's also, so
0: rude. Why the h- who says he's at the funeral? Yeah, exactly. Why would you say a
1: funeral? Yeah, exactly. Context <laughs> is key there.
0: I actually I think Jacob purposefully wanted them to think it was Bella's did. funeral. Of he did.
1: The funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: weird. Wait, do you act, do you agree? Do you think he actually wanted? carlisle to
1: think that it was bella's funeral well first of all i think he knew it was edward mm-hmm. and i think he did want edward to think that that's fucked up yeah isn't it because
0: unless stephanie just want, i don't know i just don't think anyone would say the funeral
1: yeah unless you
0: know unless
1: you're in the I context think anyone would even bring up a funeral to be honest i think they would just say no he's not here can I leave Especially a message? Especially
0: to someone you don't know.
1: Yeah. Or an acquaintance or something. Yeah, exactly. And on someone else's phone. It's just so <laughs> inappropriate. I um,
0: mean, Jacob is a teen who's still learning his way, but... I think the fact that Jacob... Don't do that, kids. Yeah. The,
1: the fact that Jacob lies... I mean, first of all, landlines don't exist anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, they do. Well, they're dying. Well, I mean, my we fam- still have one. We still have sure. one, but... I. Do you want one someday? I never answer because they're all for my mom. Same. The fact that Jacob lies and says it's Carlisle, I think shows that he knows that he did a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Because he,
1: it shows that he's ashamed to admit the truth. Like, if you did something and you have to lie about it, you know that it's wrong. Alice walks in. Bella! She choked. And Bella can tell there's something
0: wrong. Edward was all she whispered. And Bella realizes there's something wrong with Edward. And... Then Jacob's furious voice was suddenly in my ear, hissing out a stream of profanities. I felt a vague disapproval. His new friends were clearly a bad influence. I was on the couch without understanding how I got there, and Jacob was still swearing. I thought this was funny because people don't usually swear in Twilight. There's actually no, you know, F word shit. like Words like that aren't... They do say damn and hell in Twilight, but they never swear. I think it's funny that here we have jacob swearing but we don't get the actual words yeah. but and that apparently jacob didn't use to swear but yeah. the wolves are rubbing off on him and i'm wondering like oh my god what is he saying like what the fuck like i'm just wondering yeah. what
1: he's saying there <laughs> and i wish i knew i know why couldn't stephanie say it i wanted to acknowledge that rosalie is is a bitch oh to <laughs> alice says in her defense she did believe it they rely on my sight far too much for something that works so imperfectly but for her to track him down to tell him this didn't she realize or care her voice faded away in horror rosalie went through the trouble to literally go and track down edward t- to tell her this and like doesn't she yeah. care that like not only is he like, if she doesn't care about bella that's fine but she knows that edward is going to do something really drastic yeah like, she'll, she'll say she doesn't even really care about edward I feel like
0: Alice in the books has so much more, I know, she's much more punchy and sticks up for things than in the movies. She talks to Rosalie on the phone and says, why? Why would you do that, Rosalie? Well, you're wrong on both counts though, Rosalie, so that that would be a problem, don't you think? Yes, that's right. She's absolutely fine. I was wrong. It's a long story. But you're wrong about that part too. That's why I'm calling. Yes, that's exactly what I saw. And then she says, it's a bit late for that, Rose. Save your remorse for someone who believes it yeah like i was like wow
1: i don't know it's just cool that they got in a fight to me <laughs> it is kind of like i'm not blaming alice but you she shouldn't have trusted rosalie
0: what is the alice rosalie relationship yeah i
1: was thinking that too i don't know they're
0: sisters but i don't think they hang out that they're much they're just kind
1: of like forced to be close <laughs> yeah i mean alice they're is so, so caring yeah mm-hmm But I I don't get what Rosalie's motivation was. I have no idea. She had to know that it would have really affected Edward. I know.
0: I hope she was at least nice to Edward in her delivery. I hope she didn't just call and was like, Bella's dead. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, she tracked him down. She went to see him in person to tell him.
0: and then was like, Bella's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Horrible.
1: Yeah, I hope she was nice about it at least. But mm. So then she, Alice, talks about how Edward's going to the Volturi and he wants to die. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to decide what to do. And it just becomes clear that the only thing that they can do is go to Volterra together.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought this was interesting because Alice on page 419 says, He left his phone, Edward, in a trash can in Rio. Someone answered it. Yeah. So that answers the problem the question of why don't they just call him yeah well he threw it in a trash can yeah and in the movie he crushes it a random person answers i'm so sorry team jacob people but my team edward self loved this part on page 421 bella says i wasn't about to waste time arguing with him eating jacob mm-hmm. and she's just got to get on the road and alice says you're right dog to jacob she's way more feisty yeah. in the books Oh, and Jacob says that they were busy hunting Victoria, and in another insult to Jacob, Alice says, then why is she still hunting?
1: (laughs) So then they leave, and she leaves a note for Charlie that says, Edward's in trouble, be back soon, or something like that. And she says to Jacob, take care of Charlie, and then Jacob phases, and he turns into a wolf, and As they're leaving, Bella catches a glimpse of a piece of a shoe on the street. And I just thought, Jacob cannot afford any more shoes. They said earlier in one of the scenes (laughs) that it was his last pair of shoes. Now he's going to be barefoot. Yeah. And so this is really a problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably the biggest problem in the whole book.
1: Yeah. I mean, someone needs to lend the poor guy some shoes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chapter 19. Oh, my God. How are we going to fit all of this into one episode? So then the next chapter is called Race, and they're on their way to Volterra. Yep. They go on a flight to New
0: York. and yes. Then Italy, which I thought was interesting. Also, there was a guy listening to their conversations. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. And yeah. I wondered what was up with him. I mean, it's never really brought up again, but... I think
1: it's probably just curiosity. Yeah,
0: my mind was getting a little carried away. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, maybe it's a vampire hunter. No, <laughs> I don't think that even exists in this universe. But
1: I think, I mean, they're having such an intense conversation, and it's so mm-hmm. specific. Like they're talking about when you get there <laughs> under like the sunlight, and they yeah. refused him, and it's just <laughs> so much. I was like, now what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Alice is just like looking off, and then she's like, "This happened. This happened." Like, yeah.
0: I think Elsa has, like, her eyes closed, and she's just trying to track Edward's decisions. It's
1: pretty tense. Yeah. Because Edward keeps changing
0: his mind. She had a vision that Edward was going... He decided he was going to
1: hunt and go and kill people
0: Yeah, to provoke the Volturi, so they will kill him. But then he changed his mind.
1: Yeah. I just thought, like, people always criticize Bella for being so dependent on Edward and just, like, so upset, and just that she's not a healthy role model for women, but... Edward is, like, way worse off than she is. And, like, he's literally going to kill himself. I wonder if people are concerned for Edward.
0: I feel like people are not concerned enough for Edward. No,
1: people don't worry about, like, his mental state. Mm -mm. And I think it's probably because he's a vampire and just, like, so powerful. But no one cares about him. Edward. Yeah. I mean, maybe he should go to therapy. He should. So that's all I have for that. (laughs) I do think it's interesting that we see this whole flight because Mm -hmm. in the movie they just get there so quickly, and I'm like, how did they get there? And Alice does explain that it's faster than running. So
0: and this does make you feel very anxious because it
1: feels like the flight is taking
0: forever, Mm -hmm. and Edward's already moving so fast. Yeah.
1: stressful. There's no guarantee of what's going to happen. Not only are they going there to save Edward and they're not sure if they're going to get there on time, but mm-hmm. there's a chance that they could die too. So Jasper actually he wants to join them and Alice says no, like it's going to be okay. We don't need you because she doesn't want to put his life in danger too. Yeah. And also Bella at this point still believes in everything that Edward said when he was breaking up with her. She hasn't really fully accepted yet that the truth that like he loves her Mm -hmm. and she just doesn't get it she thinks that edward feels guilty
0: then they they get to italy they get to florence and then they have to drive to volterra Mm -hmm. and alice steals a car which is pretty crazy i feel like we kind of gloss over that yeah (laughs) detailing oh
1: (laughs) she still a car but that's pretty serious crime You know what's... Wait, one thing I wanted to say before that is Alice talks about how she wants to turn Bella into a vampire. And she goes, it's so ridiculous that Edward doesn't want to. Maybe I should just do it myself. And this gets Bella all excited. Mm -hmm. And with or without Edward, she wants to be a vampire. I know. That's pretty crazy. And she says, if Alice made good on her promise and if she didn't kill me... And Edward could run after his distractions all he wanted, and I could follow. I wouldn't let him be distracted. Maybe when I was beautiful and strong, he wouldn't want distractions. And I just thought that that was interesting because she's equating why Edward didn't want her, was that she wasn't beautiful and strong enough. And I don't know, the way that she phrased this, it almost sounds like by distractions, she thinks that Edward wants to be with someone else. Yeah. Like, it's like with his...
0: Horrors or something. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, maybe if I was beautiful and strong like he wouldn't want anyone but me. Yeah, no, that's how it sounds. Like he's like a I don't know, he's a womanizer or something. Yeah.
0: She doesn't get this it. This man that runs off and then comes home to her and then goes yeah. back out with just dis- his distractions. And- <laughs> yeah what does she think his distractions are i
1: know i think that's what she thinks it is is other know. vampire women do you think that alice's visions could be counterproductive like if she sees that they're going to live in a, any fight it would like would that make you fight less hard maybe If that makes possibly. sense possibly possibly <laughs> <laughs> so then back to the them stealing a car i just love the line how's Strongly, are you opposed to Grand Theft Auto?
0: (laughs) So then they arrive at Volterra. Yes. And
1: that is the name of the 20th chapter. Yes. And so they get there, and it's very stressed. You can feel how narrow the streets are as they're driving. There's a big crowd. Mm -hmm. People are really mad. When they get to the city, Alice pays the traffic
0: guard a, quote, thousand dollar bill it's not even does that even
1: exist it's yeah i don't know and well it's, it'd probably be euro but does that exist well it's actually more than a thousand dollars it's a big wad of cash and on top is a thousand dollars but she says a
0: thousand dollar bill yeah i don't Which think that exists doesn't exist
1: also i would not <laughs> believe that that was real if someone handed me that much cash especially because thousand dollar bill isn't real yeah <laughs> yeah <It's> paper money <laughs> I would be. Well, maybe she assumes that in a foreign country. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway,
0: she pays off the traffic guard, and they let them into yeah. the city. They're not sure if they're going to make it to Edward. Yeah. But she sees him. Bella has to get out of the car and run. Yeah. Because it gets too crowded since there's a festival going on in the city. Yeah. The St. Marcus Festival? Mm-hmm. Which, this is jumping ahead, but apparently... The festival's about a guy that got rid of the vampires, but it's actually Marcus who
1: is a vampire now. Yeah. He's in the Voltori and we meet him later, but it's kind of crazy. It's like ironic. hmm So then Bella sees Edward, she runs against him, and she's holding on to him and she's telling him that <gasps> he has to move. He has to move. He's freaking out at this part. Um, and he thinks he's in heaven. He's taking a while to process it. He was actually standing in an alley, which that was interesting. Yeah. In the movie, he's like sitting on the steps. Th-
0: and yeah. there's this whole part about a family, and there's like this little girl watching him. Yeah. And it's so stressful because he's about to step in into the sun yeah. and this little girl's really watching him and you think which kind of happens in the movie gonna witness yeah this happening
1: so then he realizes that it's bella but as he realizes it the voltori show up
0: can i describe what edward looks like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> here's stephanie meyer going crazy with the <laughs> edward descriptions Edward stood, motionless as a sa- statue, just a few feet from the mouth of the alley. His eyes were closed, the rings underneath them deep purple. His arms relaxed at his sides. His palms turned forward. His expression was very peaceful, like he was dreaming pleasant things. The marble skin of his chest was bare. There was a small pile of white fabric at his feet. The light reflecting from the pavement of the square gleamed dimly from his skin. I'd never seen anything more beautiful. Even as I ran, gasping, g- gasping and screaming, I could appreciate that. And the last seven months meant nothing and his words in the forest meant nothing and it did not matter if he did not want me i would never want anything but him no matter how long i lived
1: Aww. whoa whoa man so then yeah felix and who's the other guy dimitri yeah they show up and i thought i was missing a page or something because instantly edward is pulled back into reality and he's very calm mm-hmm. and he is like Greetings, gentlemen. And <laughs> he just, like, fully now accepts that Bella is next to him, and he doesn't really have time to process right away.
0: But he's acting like it's normal very quickly.
1: Yeah, he goes, I'll be right behind you. Bella, why don't you go back to the square and enjoy the festival? He's trying to remain calm as possible. Wait, I wanted to say something before
0: mm-hmm. all of this, though. Before the Volturi show up, when he sees Bella, Ed- Edward says, Amazing said his exquisite voice full of wonder, slightly amused. Carlyle was right, and that's on page four fifty two. So he like thinks he's in heaven. Yeah. And I thought this was kind of funny on I don't know why. It's not really that funny, but (laughs) Bella's like, I'm not dead, I interrupted. Neither are you. Please, Edward, we have to move. They can't be far away. I struggled in his arms and his brow furrowed in confusion. What was that? he asked politely. We're not dead. Not yet. I don't know why I thought that was just really cute. He's he's just enjoying it. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) And Edward started reciting Romeo and Juliet during this part. He says, Death hath such the honey of thy breath hath. Had no power yet upon thy beauty. Which, in the movie, is actually the scene that's playing on TV. Yes. Um, But he's just so crazy. Like, oh, Edward. I mean, (laughs) he thinks he's dead right now. You smell just exactly the same as always. He went on, so maybe this is hell. I don't care. I'll take it. He's really being super poetic and just soaking this up. Like, he's so happy. (laughs) But then... As I've said, like, three times, he's brought back yeah. to reality.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. He's brought back with Felix and Dimitri, and um, they haven't kissed yet, too. They haven't kissed. Yeah, I was disappointed by that. But then Jane shows up. Yeah, once Jane shows up, Edward re- realizes that they have no choice.
0: Jane has a power a really serious one where she can inflict pain on people so yeah once she shows up there's really no negotiating because she could really hurt them
1: what i didn't understand is this happens later but jane calls aro master and then i was thinking why is jane subordinate to aro like if she wanted to she could control him Hmm. if she wanted to she could be the leader of all of this true i
0: don't know i guess because they've been around longer and they're yeah. they are the Voltori and she joined later and Yeah, and there's more the way of, it is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: people are already allegiant to mm-hmm. RO, I guess. I thought this was insane. Yes. That to go
0: to the Volturi lair or what have you, I don't know what to call it. They jump down a hole. Mm-hmm. Which is not what happens in the movie. They kind of just walk into a building, but they
1: jump in a hole, and then they're in a tunnel. And they're underground, and it's freezing down there. They're really in the sewers. I feel like before,
0: they did reference them as being in the sewers, and I was like, ha ha But, like, no, literally, they're below the
1: city. Yeah. I think
0: it's kind of dark and grimy. Scary. I'd be kind of scared to jump down a hole. I totally forgot about
1: that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I thought it was really cute. Oh, my God. This is when I start obsessing over Edward. Um, <laughs> she's really cold. Edward mm-hmm. has his arm around her, and then he realizes it, and he lets go. And she goes, no, 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 no. I chattered, <laughs> throwing my arms around him. I didn't care if I froze. You know how long we have left. His cold hand chafed against my arm, trying to warm me with the friction. So cute. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I... The rest of the book, I... Yeah. Die. Yeah. Oh. Should we go to the next chapter? Sure. So, this one is called Verdict, and they're with Aro, the Voltori. I thought this was just... I just need to say this.
0: That... When they are in the tunnel thing, and then they Mm. come to a lobby, and it's just so weird. It says, we were in a brightly lit, unremarkable hallway. The walls were off-white. The floor carpeted in industrial gray. Common rectangular fluorescent lights were spaced evenly along the ceiling. That's just not how I pictured it, and I didn't remember it that way, and I just thought, oh my gosh, it's really the land and not what you think of the Voltori being. But then that you actually keep going and then it's more of a classic vampire interior, mm-hmm. I think. And it's interesting, the Voltori's clothing is actually described under their shrouds as being modern, pale, and nondescript, which is
1: not like the movies and the movies are dressed more Yeah. Medievalish. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, thought something weird. Uh, Jane and her brother, Alec, they kiss on the lips at one point. <laughs> yeah, dude, wait. I
0: literally wrote, Dane and Alec
1: seem incestuous. They are. I think they literally are. How do we, Are they biological siblings, or are they I think siblings? Sure they are biologically okay. twins. There's also some other weird... I think all of the Voltori have, like, a weird sexual thing going on. There's, I think, like, I swear to God, I think Aro kisses jane quote or it didn't happen well when aro is talking about jane's power he says you're very brave edward to endure in silence i asked jane to do that to me once just out of curiosity (laughs) that was weird (laughs) yeah i also thought it was weird
0: there's a part where i think they're talking about i don't know kind of joking about Eating Bella or drinking her blood. Mm -hmm. Felix says dibs. dibs. Yeah. (laughs) And I
1: wrote the Volturi talk like that. Yeah. (laughs) What the heck? Obviously, there's some back and forth about what they're going to do and if they're going to kill Bella. Or Edward. Or Edward, yeah. And then they decide. There is no fight like there is in the movie Mm -hmm. as well. But then they decide that they are going to show them mercy with the intent that the Collins will turn Bella into a vampire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, Alice shows a vision of that. I, I really think that, like, that's kind of nice of Aro. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so I think Aro is such
0: an interesting character in that he is, like, not really a bad guy. I mean, he does kill humans, but... He's really interested in people. Like he's mm-hmm. very curious. And on page four sixty seven, Aru's skin is described as having on- Is described as onion skin, and I thought kind of gross. But I thought that was a great way of describing it because I yeah. hadn't really been able to understand what Stephanie Meyer was trying to say when she said that the Voltori had like an older look to them and stuff, but I think describing their skin as looking like an onion peel, I was like, Oh, okay, I can see it now. Yeah. And I wrote, Volturi are cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I think they are kinda cool. Uh and then also Marcus Marcus is one of the main three. There's Marcus, Caius and Arrow. They're kind of like the royalty, the top top of the top guys. And Marcus can see relationships between people. That's, like, his powers, and I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah. I was like, what? I thought he didn't have any power, so that's kind of cool. And then Arrow asks Bella if she would like to join the Voltori, which was not in the movie, and yeah. I thought that was super interesting. Well, I think he means, like, as a meal. No, he didn't, because he was like, imagine what her powers might be, like, because she's a shield. Oh, because yeah. Because Jane can't use her powers on her, Arrow can't, none of them really can, and he asks if she would be interested in joining, which I thought that was really in- mm-hmm. really cool. She turns him down, but... <laughs> and then Arrow gives Edward a cloak to wear because he's, like, shirtless right now and says, it suits you. And he sighs. That's <laughs> on page 481. I just thought that was huh. funny. Arrow sighed. <laughs> it suits you. <laughs> and then
1: Edward chuckled. It's like interesting
0: back and forth
1: <laughs> i think it's interesting when he asked them if they want to be a part of the voltory to edward your talent would be an excellent addition to our little company i'd rather not edward says yeah. alice arrow asked no thank you alice said and you bella <laughs> edward hissed low in <laughs> my ears i stared
0: at arrow blankly was he joking or was he really asking me if I wanted to stay for dinner. Yeah. It was the white-haired cat Caius who broke the silence. What? He demanded of Arrow. <laughs> His voice... I don't know why. I think they're so funny. His voice, though no more whisper, was flat. Caius, really? You see the potential. Arrow chided him affectionately. I haven't seen a pr- prospective talent so promising since we found Jane and Alec. Oh, so I guess he's who ch- turned Jane and Alec. Can you imagine the possibilities when she is one of us? No, thank you. I spoke up in barely more than a whisper. Arrow sighed. That's unfortunate. Such a waste. (laughs) Edward hissed. Do you want to die? Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) I suspected as much when we were brought to this room. So much for your laws. Then Arrow acts really innocent and is like, of course not. I don't know. So basically it's left as, we're going to keep an eye on you. You have to turn Bella because she knows that vampires exist. And that's kind of how they leave it. There isn't a big fight, like you said. Yeah. But it still feels interesting and intense. I don't think it feels like yeah. a disappointing
1: yeah. climatic scene. And Kaya says, if I were you, I would not delay too long. We do not offer second chances. Once again, like, the Collins are, like, not as anxious about this. Seems like oh, a yeah. pretty immediate threat. I would want to... I I don't know. I have the personality where it's like, I would want to deal with this right away, as Bella does.
0: They're like, eh, they're we can keep them in the dark for you. Yeah. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. And, but I'm just going to skip ahead. Edward kind of explains why he's not that nervous about it, because the way that the Volturi tracks people down is through Dimitri, mm-hmm. because he's sort of like a tracker. But oh, yeah. He's like the best tracker
0: ever. Yeah, right? so
1: he can smell people from, like, very, very far away. Mm-hmm. But because Bella's a shield, he wouldn't be able to find Bella. Mm. So they would just need to hide if they knew that the Voltori was coming, which mm-hmm. Alice would be able to figure out. So they could kind of keep the Voltori in the dark. True. They're not the biggest threat, but it's still looming. So then they walk out of the lair or
0: whatever, and all these tourists are coming in. Oh, this
1: part is and horrible. it's
0: so disturbing. It's horrible. But I thought that
1: they don't hunt in Volterra. Well, they aren't from Volterra. Yeah, I guess. They're tourists. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. The couple in the front are Americans. <sighs> There's a of course. woman holding a rosary. Oh, so sad. It's so horrible. They're and all being
0: led in to die, and it's just very disturbing. Yeah. Really upsetting.
1: And it really affects Bella. She's, like, crying. She's actually, mm-hmm. in the next chapter, Flight, in the beginning of it, Um, she doesn't realize it, but she's just, like, crying and freaking out. Mm-hmm. And Alice says, I think she's having hysterics. Maybe you should slap her. To Edward. Like, that's kind of weird.
0: I like Alice.
1: <laughs> Maybe you should slap her. Edward threw a frantic glance at her.
0: I want to say this chapter, chapter 22, Flight, I wrote a note in a circle next to it. I could literally read the remaining chapters out loud on yes, this podcast. Yes, Because... I mean, I always said it before, but really from here to the end mm-hmm. is, I'm going to say, maybe my favorite part of the whole series.
1: Yeah, I loved it so much. I so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't contain myself. I know. They have to wait for some reason in the lobby at the Volturi. It's very because weird. They have to wait because the Volturi don't want them leaving before um, sundown. Oh, yes, yes.
0: Oh, yeah, because uh, Edward and Alice will sparkle in the sunlight, and yes. they're in Italy. It's sunny there. And Edward pulls Bella on his lap, which I thought was so Mm -hmm. cute when she's crying. And um, Edward asks, what's wrong? Rubbing my back with gentle pats. I thought that was so cute. It's on page 488. She says, is it really sick for me to be happy right now? I know exactly what you mean, he whispered. But we have lots of reasons to be happy for when we're alive. Yes, I agreed. That's... A good one. And together he breathed. His breath was so sweet. It made my head swim. So they still haven't really talked yet. But yeah. he's acting super affectionate and acting yeah. like they're together again. And I thought yeah. it was almost interesting that he wasn't like, oh, do you want to still be with me? Or like,
1: yeah, exactly. are you dating someone? Like, yeah. no, he just kind of
0: assumed right away that they're yeah. together again. Yeah. And acts like it. So I also thought this was really cute. I think when they're still waiting, Bella's just kind of trying to sleep, but not really. She's just sitting there. And then now and then he... As he talked with Alice, he would lean down suddenly and kiss me, his glass smooth lips brushing against my hair, my forehead, the tip of my nose. Each time it was like an electric shock to my long, dormant heart. The sound of its beating seemed to fill the entire room. It was heaven right smack in the middle of hell. Oh, I love that line. Mm-hmm. Back together. It's kind of crazy. It, mm-hmm. When you're reading this, it just feels like, oh my God, yeah. like, Edward's back. I mean, we can't read the whole book out loud, but there's just all these descriptions of... What he's doing and them together and it's crazy. And then Alec comes in and says, "You're free to leave now." We ask that you don't linger in the city, so they leave.
1: Yeah, and then they're on the plane, mm-hmm. and Bella is so tired. She's been up forever now, but mm-hmm. she stays awake through all of this I traveling know. back to Forks because they
0: fly. I thought it was crazy. They fly yeah. to Rome, then to Atlanta, then
1: to seattle mm-hmm. pretty crazy trip and she keeps her eyes open the whole time because she's so afraid that this is just a dream mm-hmm. and yeah again there's a lot of affectionate pda on the plane
0: yes. um, she drinks a
1: soda to stay awake um. <laughs> <laughs> then the cullens pick up the three of them at the airport esme says you will never put me through that again Edward grinned repentant sorry mom so
0: they get to the house, I think, and mm-hmm. Emmett and Rosalie are there. Edward stiffened. And then Esme says, don't. She feels awful. She should, Edward said, <laughs> making mm-hmm. no attempt to keep her, his voice down. It's not her fault, I said. That's Bella. My words
1: garbled with exhaustion. It kind of is so her fault? Everyone's pretty mad at Rosalie. Yeah, <laughs> right except now. for Bella. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking, like, I think Bella's not mad at Rosalie, because if it weren't for Rosalie, she wouldn't be together with Edward right now. You're so right. (laughs) And then on
0: page 497, Rosalie apologizes to Bella, which is pretty nice, and that doesn't happen in the movies. And she actually sounds pretty serious. She's like, I'm so very sorry, Bella. I feel wretched about every part of this, and so grateful that you were brave enough to go save my brother after what I did. Please say you'll forgive me. Of course, Rosalie, I mumbled.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's not your fault at all. I'm the one who jumped off the damn clip. Of course I forgive you. I thought, Bella, you could be a little bit tougher here. Even if you forgive her, hold off a little bit. Make at her least, suffer. Like she mumbled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. But then,
0: oh. Um, Edward shows up at the house, obviously, with Bella. Yeah. And
1: he's carrying her. Oh, it's such and a bad look.
0: Charlie is pissed. Because when I wrote,
1: she's asleep. It looks like something's happened to her. Yeah,
0: I wrote in my notes, oof that's an awkward situation for edward and charlie charlie says get your hands off her yeah oh
1: yikes i can't believe you have the nerve to show your face here i know it's crazy it's so bad and then edward says she's just very tired charlie please let her rest don't tell me what to do charlie yelled give her to me yeah get your hands off her oh that was a turn out dad
0: and then, uh, I do think
1: that Edward is being too confident here and overstepping boundaries, because mm-hmm. he's like, just let me get her upstairs, then I'll leave. Like, actually, no, just, like, drop her. And uh, it's kind of a tricky situation, because Bella, when she wrote her letter to
0: Charlie, said that Edward was in trouble, and she had to go save him, but she never thought of what the
1: story was, <sighs> yeah. and he didn't either. They it's don't have a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know, maybe we can ask Alice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have all this time, but they still don't come up with the story. I know, they don't come up with an explanation. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like she did try to come up with something on the plane. She could have been a little bit more creative.
0: (laughs) And then the chapter ends with, the last thing I felt was Edward's cool hands prying my fingers loose from his shirt. Mm -hmm. So basically, she's kind of being pulled away with Charlie. Yeah. Edward's not allowed in the house. Yeah. (sighs) That's
1: not where you want your dad boyfriend relationship to no be. i don't think it's ever gonna <laughs> it's gonna resolve it's tough the next chapter is 23 the truth this was actually my favorite chapter in the whole book yes it might be my favorite chapter in the whole series
0: it was amazing
1: yeah maybe me too so she wakes up and okay one thing i don't like about this chapter is it takes her way too long to realize that she's not dreaming and that he's really there because mm-hmm. i was in her room oh my What I don't like, I just feel like this is been overdone a lot in the book he thinks that he's in heaven when he first Mm -hmm. sees bella and it takes him a while to realize it and i said earlier too she thought she was dreaming when jacob showed up
0: right yeah and was trying to tell her about the wolf yeah i'm tired and she's like she tries to push him out the window but is like well if i'm dreaming it doesn't matter yeah this has already happened
1: twice i said there's a little bit too much of characters not believing reality and thinking (laughs) that things are too good to be true i'm just like because this little thing of her thinking that she's dreaming mink goes on too long and i'm like shut up bella this is real <laughs> <laughs> on page
0: 504 she says charlie banned you from the house and it says his eyes were sad did you expect anything else <laughs> that's such a small detail but it made me sad yeah he's sad that it is this way uh on page 506 Edward explains the whole thing mm-hmm. basically and he says that he had no idea like what was going on with Bella when he was gone And he says, I feel sick, sick to my core, even now. When I can see and feel you safe in my arms, I'm the most miserable excuse for... Stop, I interrupted him. He stared at me with agonized eyes, and I tried to find the right words, the words that would free him from this imagined obligation that caused him so much pain. Because he thinks that she
1: was so depressed that that's why she cliff jumped. Yeah, and he feels horrible that like her life really wasn't better off without him well Mm -hmm. on the one hand he feels horrible but then later on he says he almost feels relieved because that means that he can stay with her Mm -hmm. but I thought this was so savage he says when I heard what you told Alice what she saw herself when I realized that you had put your life in the hands of werewolves immature volatile (laughs) the worst thing out there besides the Victoria herself he shuddered and the gush of words halted for a second. Oh, I guess I read the end of that. Yeah. I just thought like, that's so funny. <laughs> I,
0: know. I mean, I know he's prejudiced against wolves, but he's slightly right that yeah. they are dangerous. I mean, I yeah. know vampires are dangerous too,
1: but he's not totally off base. At this point, Bella still doesn't get that Edward loves her, mm-hmm. and he thinks that it's just guilt again yeah and so she basically is saying don't worry about me like if anything happens don't go do this to yourself again like i'm going to die if i trip in front of a bus or whatever it is the next time you have to realize that it's not your job to take the blame you can't just go running off to italy italy because you feel bad that you didn't save me even if i had jumped off that cliff to die that would have been my choice and not your fault so that is like a healthy boundary that she's setting there, like saying that like you're not responsible for me.
0: Yeah. And then he says, Isabella Marie Swan, do you believe that I asked the Volturi to kill me because I felt guilty? And then this is where she realizes. He says, Bella, I went to the Volturi because I thought you were dead. Even if I'd had no hand in your death, even if it wasn't my fault, I would have gone to the. I would have gone to Italy. Yeah. Obviously,
1: I should have been ca- careful. And he ex- he says. I thought I explained it clearly before. Bella, I can't live in a world where you don't exist. <laughs> and then he starts going on about how these last few months have not been easy for him to... It's actually been seemingly a lot harder for Edward than it was for Bella. I'm a good liar, Bella. I have to be. This is on page 509. I froze, my muscles
0: locking down as if for impact. The fault line in my chest rippled. The pain of it took my breath away. He shook my shoulder, trying to loosen my rigid pose. Let me finish. I'm a good liar, but
1: still, you for you to believe me so quickly, he winced. That was excruciating. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bothering him, or has been bothering him, how easy it was To convince Bella that he didn't love her. I do think he's kind of putting some blame on her in this part. Like, really, what were you thinking, he says. But I think he's just trying to, like... I don't think he's blaming her. I think he's actually just as shocked as we are how little
0: confidence Bella has. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean... I mean, still at this point, she does not get it.
0: I think that he thinks so highly of Bella and really doesn't get... Why she thinks so lowly of herself and why she would... He's just appalled. But, I mean, really, both of them kind of misunderstand each other. Yeah. Bella isn't really as
1: self-confident as he thinks. Yeah. Um, Something I liked about this chapter is that, like, a lot of times it does seem like just because Edward is a vampire, by default, he's the upper hand. He's stronger. Mm -hmm. He's wiser. He's the unattainable creature Mm -hmm. in a way. But here he really is at Bella's mercy, and, like, you oh can tell God, how yeah. much he loves her.
0: And he was so
1: killed by this yeah. whole thing and so
0: defeated by it. Yeah. And I don't want to say lame or anything, but he was really
1: desperate the whole time. Yeah. And I think, like, what's what I even am coming to realize here that Bella slowly is too is like I think because he's a vampire we don't understand really what his emotions are yeah because we just don't like does he have the same human longing that vampires have and can he have that for a human and it here it shows that he does he says yesterday when I would touch you you were so hesitant so careful and yet still the same I need to know why is it because I'm too late because I've hurt you too much because you have moved on as I meant for you to that would be Quite fair. I won't contest your decision, so don't try to spare my feelings, please. Just tell me now whether you can still love me after everything I've done to you. Can you? I know. It's so... And then, yeah, she says, what kind of an idiotic question is that? Just answer it, please. Like, he needs to know if she still has feelings for him. And
0: before that, he's like... I'm here, and I love you. I have always loved you, and I will always love you. I was thinking of you, seeing your face in my mind every second that I was away. When I told you that
1: I didn't want you, it was the very blackest kind of blasphemy. He says, I have too many excuses to stay. Thank heaven for that. It seems you can't be saved no matter how many miles I put between us. So he's saying, like, no matter what, he's staying. That's what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought it's very interesting. I totally forgot this. He reveals that... Um, I know. He says, it was only a matter of time and not much of it before I showed up at your window and begged you to take me back. I'd be happy to beg now if you'd like. So all this time. Yeah. We were thinking that he was never coming back. He says I was coming back
0: anyway. Yeah. Before Rosalie told me the news, I was already past trying to live through one week at a time or even a day I was fighting to make it through a single hour Mm -hmm. and I honestly think that it was worse for Edward than it was for Bella yeah 100%
1: and he's waited his whole life for her or his whole vampire life for her and for him to
0: hour to hour day to day be like I want to be with her I know she wants to be with me or at least she did And the reason I'm in such agony is because of me. And, like, he has to keep deciding over and over Mm -hmm. and over to, like, stick through it. Even though he's telling himself, like, I want to be with her. Like, what the heck? Like, he's the one that has to force himself to go through with it. And I feel like it sounds horrible. And I feel like he said somewhere, I don't know where, that he was, like, lying in fetal position or something. Yeah,
1: he does say that. And for him, day by day, shouldn't be that much, but the fact that he says that that's how long he could stay consistent shows just how horrible it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, plus like
0: he's living forever yeah exactly i don't think vampires do move on it seems yeah. like when they meet with someone they never really get over it yeah then we get this classic quote that i feel like was it's just one of the famous quotes from twilight i think on page 514 Edward says before you, Bella, my life was like a moonless night, very dark, but there were stars, points of light and reason, and then you shot across my sky like a meteor, suddenly everything was on fire, there was a sea, there was beauty, when you were gone, when the meteor had fallen over the horizon, everything went black, nothing had changed, but my eyes were blinded by the light, and I couldn't see the stars anymore, and there was no more reason for anything. Oh, just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wrote in capital letters in my notebook, this reunion yeah. is amazing, this chapter. And I wrote
1: this quote <laughs> in capital letters. She's, She still can't trust him, though. Yeah. And she still doesn't really believe him, and she doesn't get it. It's hard. Yeah. I can also attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, and this really contradicts something I said in, like, many episodes ago. I think, no, it's the Team Jacob episode where I said yeah. that Edward doesn't really have to fight to win her over, and I guess in a way he doesn't, like, it's only one chapter that we see here, but he's saying he's going to beg as long as it takes, he's going to win her trust back, and he really apologizes. What's interesting is, while Edward was gone, what he was doing was trying to hunt
0: Victoria, and he was apparently doing a horrible job, and was somehow, like, led to South America, I think to Brazil, yeah, to Rio, but that was a false direction or something, or maybe she started going there and then went back to Washington. But he's doing a really poor job of tracking her, and that's what he was doing. So it's pretty interesting. And we've talked before, like, oh, would Edward try to kill, like, revenge, go after Victoria? Like, he actually was.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so then there's this part where Edward says to her, and, like, he's so perfect, this killed me. He (laughs) said, you will always be the most beautiful thing in my world, of course. He hesitated, flinching slightly. If you outgrew me, if you wanted something else, I would understand that, Bella. I promise I wouldn't stand in your way if you wanted to leave me. So, I mean, like, all this Aww. criticism of Edward. He really, he wants to be with her. He wants what's best with her. But if she wants something else, he's not going to stand in the way. Um, my gosh. Edward. He just, like, it seems like he loves her pretty selflessly. I don't know. But then she brings up
0: the Volturi... And the fact that she wants to become a vampire, and they're debating when, and she's like, you do realize that I'll die eventually,
1: right? And he's, of course, like, I'll follow after as soon as I can. Yeah, that reminded me of I'll Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cat for Cutie, which you like right (laughs) now. (laughs) Uh,
0: Like forever. (laughs) I love Death Cat for Cutie. (laughs) And she says, that is seriously sick (laughs) so she's like she knows that alice said that she would turn her but really she wants edward to turn her but she says she's going to his house they're gonna put it to a vote yeah she's taking charge
1: taking charge that's what i wrote my
0: mortality i'm putting it to a vote and that's how the chapter
1: ends so our final chapter oh my god chapter 24 it's called vote there's an epilogue Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) They go to the Collins house Mm -hmm. to vote, and on the way there, Edward apologizes again, and he says, I'll earn your trust back somehow if it's my final act. And this is when he
0: says, actually, that her things are under the floorboards. Yeah. And that they were never gone. For some reason, I always remembered that.
1: And she says, some part of me, my subconscious maybe, never stopped believing that you still cared about whether I lived or died. That's probably why I was hearing the voices. But they kind of glance over the voices, and he's like, oh, I hear voices too. It's like not the same thing. (laughs) And
0: Edward says, you were better at it than I was, you know. Better at what? Surviving. You at least made an effort. You got up in the morning, tried to be normal for Charlie, followed the pattern of your life. When I wasn't actively tracking, I was totally useless. I couldn't be around my family. I couldn't be around anyone. I'm embarrassed to admit that I more or less curled up into a ball and let the misery have me. He grinned sheepish. It was much more pathetic than hearing voices. And, of course, you know I do that too. But thought that was so, like, cute of him to call himself pathetic. That's weird, but I loved that
1: part. So then they're around the dining room table at the cullen house as me em- hugs her Esme my hugs her yes <laughs> <laughs> and um they're sitting around the table and edward is actually holding her hand under the table and i thought that was really sweet Cute. and in the movie he's like standing on the stairs and he's just looks all Acting angry pissed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's still being like really supportive here and he like takes her to the house himself so they all vote everyone votes yes except for rosalie and edward yeah, and Edward, obviously. And um, it's kind of tense, though. Carlisle, like, it's like, it seems, like, kind of difficult for Carlisle to say yes. Mm-hmm. But he obviously says to Edward, you've chosen not to live without her, and that doesn't leave me a choice. I don't think that he really... Not that he doesn't want to turn Bella, but I don't... I think it's a difficult decision for him to make. Yeah. And then there's a part... After Carlisle says that, when all of a sudden Edward leaves the room, and then Bella says there's an ear-splitting crash echoed from the other room. I flinched and spoke quickly. That's all I needed. Thank you for keep wanting to keep me. I feel exactly the same way about all of you, too. My voice was jagged with emotion by the end. So that ear-splitting crash that we heard in the other room, that was actually Edward breaking their 16-inch yeah. plasma TV. <laughs> I think we read that in the guide somewhere once. Yeah. I was going through Edward. Our, yeah, I was going through our old Twilight facts Tumblr the other day, <laughs> and I saw that that was a fact. And I was like, "Oh shit! Oh my
0: god! He broke their TV." I think this is insane. That after the vote, Bella says, "Well, Alice, where do you yeah. want to do this?" Yeah,
1: as if it's about to happen right now. And then she Edward, wanted to do it right now. And then Edward runs back in and roars, "No! No! No!" no, no. no. <laughs> are you insane? He shouted, have you utterly lost your mind? And then he, like, literally grabs Bella's face in his hands and is just, like, shouting in her face. And Ella says, um, Bella,
0: I don't think I'm ready for that. I need to prepare. You promised I reminded her. Yeah. I know, but seriously, Bella, I don't have any idea how not to kill you. Yeah, she's, like... (laughs)
1: That She's, was crazy. And then you Bella's like, you can do like, it. You can do it. I trust you. And she like, says, Carlisle? Yeah. And turns
0: to him. Like, she wants to do it right now. Yeah. What the fuck? She hasn't even said bye, Charlie, or anything. I know. <laughs> or her mom. She's been way Or even impulsive. Jacob. <laughs> yeah. She's crazy. But, I mean, Bella... And then you.
1: yeah, and then she thinks about it and she's like I thought about Charlie's reaction when he woke up this morning and then she says Charlie deserves better than this. She remembers how Charlie's going through the loss of his friend. Like, yeah, Bella, come on, think about this stuff. <laughs> so then they go back to Bella's house and they're back, back in her in, room. Yep. And this is the cute part where she just like puts the cover over her head and then he <laughs> takes it off and he says, if you don't mind, I'd much rather you didn't hide your face. I've lived without it for as long as I can stand. Now, oh. dot, 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 tell me something. Oh my God. And then they start negotiating. And he says, what would you want more than anything in the world? And she says, for you to change me. Instead of Carlisle, you know, is negotiating, what can I do for that? Like, can Mm -hmm. I, can we give you five more years of being a human? She says, (laughs) no, like, three more years. She says, no. His compromise would be that they get married. Crazy. It seems kind of impulsive of him. Like, it's not as romantic, I think, as it is in the movie. (laughs) They are just in her bed. Yeah, it's kind of just like a negotiating tool. I don't know how long he's thought about this. I bet he has. Yeah, I mean, he says he doesn't have time. He thinks all night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Edward's definitely a chronic
0: overthinker. Yeah. Which I I, I relate to. Yeah.
1: I thought it was funny. She says, like, she brings up Renee and Charlie Mm -hmm. and how they got divorced. Mm -hmm. And Edward inhales deeply, please don't tell me that you're afraid of commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: Because your mom would rather you become one of the eternal damned than get married. He laughed darkly. But, like, seriously, Bella, you're willing to become a vampire but not marry him? And if she's like, oh, I'm too young to get married, then, yeah, why don't you wait to become a vampire until
1: you're old enough to get married? I don't know. She does say, I don't want to be 20. I want us both to be teenagers. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be 20 if you're 17. I don't think that would make a huge difference. It doesn't. I basically still feel like a teenager. Yeah, me too. I mean, maybe Edward looks younger in the books, but Maybe. He acts so mature. Yeah. I
0: don't I can't imagine that in a few years she would be like,
1: "Oh, I'm dating a teenager." Yeah. I sometimes people still think I am a teenager just like <laughs> looks-wise. Yeah. Didn't someone say about t-shirt. you and Tony? Oh,
0: yeah. My boyfriend and I last year or like if, if during the fall we were walking on this bike path in my hometown and these teen these teen boys were ahead of us and they're like oh there's nobody here there's just these random teenagers behind (laughs) us which tony is 29
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's gotta feel good i know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then charlie wakes up it's early in the morning and it's kind of cute edward hides in the closet um but this part cute. this part was so sad to me mm. everything with charlie here is just really killing me yeah this is where bella has to explain herself and she has no excuse it's kind of dumb i was really stressed about this mm-hmm. um, even when they were in volterra i was like nervous like I what know. is she gonna tell
0: him All well, she says is there was an emergency yeah i don't know what to tell you dad it was misunderstanding
1: <laughs> yeah he said she said it got out of hand like that's all she's no but then she oh says, yeah. see alice told rosalie about me jumping off the cliff i was scrambling <laughs> to make this work to keep it as close to the truth as possible so that my inability to lie convincingly convincingly would not undermine the excuse, but before I could go on, Charlie's expression reminded me that he didn't know anything about the cliff. Major oops, as if I wasn't already toast. I guess I didn't tell you that. I choked out. It was nothing. Just messing around, <laughs> swimming with Jake. Anyway, he told Edward, and he was upset. And, yeah. She sort of accidentally made it sound like
0: I was trying to kill myself or something. He wouldn't answer his phone, so Alice dragged me to L.A. to explain in person.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, and then, obviously, Charlie's really concerned. He said, were you trying to kill yourself? And after everything that Belle has gone through in this book that Charlie has witnessed, I would just be so concerned if I was him. I would think that, like, yeah, she kind of yeah. was. And then
0: he said, what's it to Edward Cullen anyway? Yeah. She says, another misunderstanding. Theme of our last episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Charlie explains, like, you know, he, he's going through, like, He just got back from Harry's funeral, and this is all just, like, too much for him, and it's horrible. Mm hmm But he says that Edward's not allowed in the house at all. Yeah. And... He also says he's rotten for her. Yeah. And Bella says, fine. And Charlie can't believe how much he agreed to it, and then Bella goes, I meant fine, I'll move out. Like, (laughs) she's just being very... I don't know. I feel like Bella should have been a lot more apologetic here. Yes. She's being, like... I guess it's, you know, she is an adult, but... She's not really considering Charlie. I do mm-hmm. wonder, am I feeling so sympathetic for Charlie because I love movie Charlie so much? And I wonder if when I was reading this when I was in middle school, was like, before I saw the movie, did I think, oh, God, Charlie's just such a drag.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I still feel like even if he's not movie Charlie, you got to feel bad for yeah. the parents. And, yeah. I you know. He loves Bella. So. Yeah, exactly. I forgot to say that earlier, Carlisle told Bella... You have my word for turning her after Mm -hmm. graduation. Yeah. It's a little crazy. Yeah, it's not far off.
1: I'm surprised Carlyle would agree to that. Yeah. So then Edward comes back out of the closet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The physical closet. She says, if Charlie kicks me out, then there's no need for a graduation deadline, is there? His jaw tightened, so eager for internal damnation. He muttered, you know you don't really believe that. Oh, don't I, he fumed? No, you don't. And then she explains how. He thought that he was in heaven when she first got to him in Volterra. Mm -hmm. And then he's left speechless thinking about it. And she says, so let's just be hopeful, all right? I suggested not that it matters. If you stay, I don't need heaven. Which I was kind of surprised that Stephanie Meyer, as religious as she is, would write a line like that. She's being a rebel. Yeah, and then... He got up slowly and came to put his hands on either side of my face as he stared into my eyes. Forever, he vowed, still a little staggered. That's all I'm asking for, I said, and stretched up on my toes so that I could press my lips to his. Such a classic Twilight ending. (laughs) Forever.
0: But there is an epilogue Mm -hmm. called Treaty. I don't really get what makes an epilogue not just another chapter. Yeah, I don't know either. But she likes to do that. Okay, so this chapter is pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, I can't believe that that the Collins cover story. I said this before is that they are in LA. Nuts! And also that Bella hasn't applied to
1: college yet. Yeah, so it's March,
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: Edward is sending her applications.
0: And I said, are her parents paying any attention? I mean, yeah, we're sympathetic to, Charlotte, mm-hmm. Charlotte. Charlie uh, lyle that run their kid's name <laughs> to charlie and renee but they weren't really paying much attention to what bella's up to I mean, yeah what? exactly she hasn't applied yet she's like oh i just didn't get around to it i didn't really care yeah jake isn't answering her calls again because edward's back in town and he's pissed yeah edward's back in school at forks high school oh and bella says this kind of sucks for jake Page 550, when I did think of Jake, I always felt guilty for not thinking of him more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, she keeps calling Jake but Billy. Oh, my fucking God. Fucking Billy. Billy. First character. Yeah. <laughs> Billy says he doesn't want to talk to you, so he's not even hiding it anymore. He's not coming up with any excuses. Bella says, I guess Billy hates me now, too. It's not fair. Billy sucks. I don't care for you. Yeah, I don't care Billy. Bella... Comes home from school,
0: she's like, upset about not hearing from
1: Jacob, Jacob, and... Then she sees the motorcycle is in her driveway. I completely forgot about this part. It's horrible. Jacob dropped off the
0: motorcycle at her house as, like, revenge.
1: Yeah, and told Charlie about
0: it. Basically. And I wrote in my notes, Honestly, Jacob is the definition of nice guys finish last, and it yeah. makes me sick. He never cared about Bella's friendship. He just wanted to get laid.
1: Kind of. (laughs) I mean, people criticize Edward a lot, how he thinks he knows what's best for Bella. Mm -hmm. And he makes these, like, remember in Eclipse when he messes with her engine of her car so that she won't go to La Push. Mm-hmm. Jacob is basically doing the same thing here. His excuse exactly. for snitching on her to Charlie is, like, he wanted her to be grounded so he wouldn't, she wouldn't be able to see Edward. Of course, like, that's not gonna stop Edward. He can, like, come so in through her window. So, it's her
0: freaking boyfriend. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you are not. Yeah, and it's, it's such, like, overstepping a boundary, and Belle is pissed. She's Plus, like, she's already grounded. Yeah, she says, let me, Edward grabs her, and she says, Let me go. I'm going to murder him. Traitor. She's so upset. I mean, she's already in so much trouble. I also wrote, My chill, weed-smoking Jacob would
0: have never done this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he wouldn't have.
0: And I said, "I Okay, I fucking hate Jacob. Back off, bitch. Again, I'm really sorry to people of Jacob. Yeah. He does have his good moments prior to this, but I... When this happened... I was transported back to 8th grade, summer before 8th grade, reading this in my diary, being like, I hate Jacob, and yeah. being with my friend Katie and being like, I hurt Jacob. I literally felt like I was 13 again, and I just couldn't stand him. And I was so angry.
1: Yeah. He's so immature, and I understand he is younger. Mm-hmm. Edward is being pretty mature and saying, like, thank you. I will never be able to tell you how grateful I am. I will owe you for the rest of my... Existence for keeping Bella alive when I didn't. And then Jacob's like, I didn't do it for your benefit. <laughs> and then Edward explains to Jacob, I'm here until she, she orders me away. And then Bella says, never. To which Jacob makes a gagging sound. It's just so immature.
0: Mm-hmm. And Jacob reminds them of the treaty and says that they cannot. Bite anybody, and he says, "Bite, not kill," making a distinction. And I thought that was really great momentum for the end of the book, setting up this conflict of she's almost made an agreement of what she wants, like she's gonna become a vampire, and now it's like, "Oh shit!" He's saying that the werewolves are gonna attack them if they bite Bella. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that would still be true if they left Washington?
1: Like if they left. The t- forks area? I don't think so. They could just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Charlie. He's like yelling. Bella, I see his car, and I know you're out there. You aren't inside this house in one minute. He's really pissed. But yeah. But this whole confrontation is still going down. Jacob is starting to, sh- like, shake, and he's his fists are all balled up, and it almost seems like he's going to turn into a werewolf. He does in the movie, but here yeah. he does compose himself enough not to. And Edward and Jacob are just kind of, like, st- having a standoff. He says, bye, Bells. And she said, you promised I reminded him def- desperately. Still friends, right? Like, Bella, come on. Come on. <laughs> what does he say to that? Um, Jacob shook his head slowly, and the lump in my throat nearly strangled me. You know how hard I've tried to keep that promise, but I can't see how. But I can't see how to tr- keep trying. Not now. He struggled to keep his hard mask in place, but it wavered and then disappeared. Miss you, he mouthed. One of his hands reached toward me, his fingers outstretched like he wished they were long enough to cross the distance between us. Me too, I choked out. My hand reached toward him across the wide space.
0: Where are they standing? Why don't they just walk closer to each other? I don't know. (laughs) It's like
1: they're on two boats or something, but actually they're just in her lawn. And then Edward holds her back, and then Jacob gets, like, mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Basically, it ends... Charlie's
0: yelling at her to come inside. Yeah, I think Jacob runs off. And... and she's just realizing all her problems. Now, Edward and Jacob hate each other, and Victoria's after them, and the Vultoria are after them. Yeah.
1: And that's kind of a funny last line, though. She goes, Very serious problems. So, why did they all suddenly seem so insignificant when we broke through the last of the trees and I caught sight of the expression on Charlie's purple face? Like, yeah. <laughs> We have all these life and death things, but really the most stressful thing right now is how mad her dad is.
0: Mm-hmm. And the last line in the book is, I squared my shoulders and walked forward to meet my fate with my destiny solidly at my side. I thought that was
1: cheesy. I didn't really like it. it. Was,
0: it's not a great, it's not the best ending. No. I was because we, the fate, it's Charlie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Charlie? <laughs> Charlie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. liked like everyone, Charlie. Like, we haven't said that in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and my destiny... Destiny, Sally? It's Edward. Yeah. Also, destiny, fate, are they that
1: different? I don't know. <laughs> They're just so cheesy. I didn't like it. I think it should have ended just with a thing about seeing Charlie's purple face. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Or even Edward squeezed me gently,
0: I'm here. I drew in a deep breath. It could have just ended there or yeah. Or... That was true. Edward was here with his arms around me. I could face anything as long as that was true. That should have been the end. Yeah. Why did we have this last sentence? So that was New Moon. We freaking did it. We finished it. (laughs) We talked about it. There's probably more we could have said, but... This is the longest episode. I I hope you guys are still listening to this (laughs) point. Please, you know, don't make it just about us. Tell us what you think. If you have any questions for us or your own opinions, if you disagree, let us know because it shouldn't be totally just our opinion. Yeah. Because we want this to be about the fandom that's
1: still thriving. Yes. New people to fandom and old. Yes. And we've been hearing from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. People who are, yeah, like just getting into it recently, which is amazing. hmm we have to stop this now because it's so long. <laughs> Thank you so much, and we'll be back soon. Yes. With a new topic. <laughs> Next time, we're going to be talking about Robston. Robston. Which is Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart mm-hmm. as a couple. <laughs> the history of that and
0: our... Embarrassing obsession with that. Yeah. <laughs> I have way too much to say. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. We love, 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 love you. Thank you. And you you keep us going every day. <laughs> You're basically our Jacob. That keeps us going through this heartbreak world that is life without <laughs> Edward. And we would jump off a cliff without you. <laughs> So, thank you. (laughs) All right, bye, guys.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, that was one of our (laughs) craziest episodes.
0: You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Another Bite of Twilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time!